What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Another week, another uh, glorious review in wrestling. And, of course, mm-hmm. we can't forget about Money in the Bank going down this weekend as well. So, you know we got predictions. But first, let me introduce myself, mm-hmm. Quincy Jones Go, to my left, my tag team partner, the best one ever, the only hip-hop hybrid in existence. And, I mean, uh, I, I, I kind of lost count because we can't keep them down, baby. Mr. Streams himself, what's oh, going man. on? American Stream, baby, the hip-hop hybrid of uh, every universe under the pro-wrestling spectrum in the hip-hop nation. Okay, baby. Now, it's you know what it is. Doc Lesnar, and let me tell you something, Quincy Jones, with an introduction like that, who needs heat? I tell you, man. <laughs> but uh, we back another week we are, in man. wrestling, man. And, uh, yeah, we got some stakes going on this weekend. I know Slammiversary's popping. We got Money in the Bank popping. But first, we got some news, man. And, and you know what? Speaking of steaks, I'll keep. I'll just put this in there real quick. Speaking of steaks, meats, and 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 butcheries and whatnot, we got we got a a, 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 a sighting on the weekend oh. a, a, of a rare. Uh, uh, Brock Pokemon. <laughs> with, with, and, and, you know, they, they like to say that somebody got a new haircut. I said, somebody changed their hairstyle. They did, though. Uh, we got... Uh, it's kind of got the, like, Marty girl... <laughs> Pete Dunn. It's like the man. It's not. Yeah. It's like the man bun without a bunning. It's like the, yeah, the, the yeah. small ponytail jump. Yeah, it's like the 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 top ponytail. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it. Yeah, it's the Pete I mean, Dunn. If you got, Pete Dunn, if you guys the road dog, it, if you will. Yeah, or Billy Gunn, which, <laughs> or Billy which Gunn. era of New Age outlaw, or both. Yeah. you know. But uh, no, I mean when you were talking about you know uh, uh, meat and, and and steaks, I thought he was talking about beef. You know, like old beef, because I heard a little something that. Maybe some old beef may have gotten yeah, you're right. Uh, some uh, a little sizzle, up. little steak. You yeah. know, I think they've uh, been able to break bread, even mm-hmm. if you will. But yeah, this is kind of uh, kind of well, surprising. Yeah, I watch um, how you say that because break bread means something different for us than it yes, does that's to very, those that don't break bread. Well, I don't know. Depending <laughs> on who's <laughs> this is about Matt Riddle, so yeah, you never you know. Yeah, uh, Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. Um, he actually just uh, you know disclosed some information, some details about, uh, and I don't want to say it's all the way like. You know, just totally like the hatchet is buried, but they actually had a conversation uh, around the time of a Survivor Series. Um, oh, wow. First time talking about it. And he says, uh, I'll be honest, I met Seth multiple times and he's met me, and I don't think we'll ever be best friends. I think, you know, I don't think we necessarily like one another. We're just two different people. Although we both love wrestling, I know my significant other said something about Becky that they didn't like, and I also did not like or agree with. Seth didn't like me after that, and I don't think Becky liked me or my wife either, which is understandable. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. After Survivor Series, because he was there, I got to talk to him, and I said, hey. And the camera came up to us to film, and I said, no, don't come over here. Don't film. This is between me and him. We talked. I told him, and this is exactly what I said. Quote, I said, hey, man, what was said, I don't agree with it. I thought it was bull crap. It's not cool. I, don't want you, uh, I, want, I just want you to know I apologize. I apologize on her behalf as well. On top of that, I think you're a great performer, and if you would ever have it in your heart to work, work with me, I would love that. And I know you're taking some time off because, you know, Becky is pregnant, and uh, you're about to have a kid. Just want to wish you luck. Congratulations. Enjoy your, enjoy your time with your beautiful girlfriend at the time, now wife, mm-hmm. uh, and your beautiful child. And he, he says that he li- literally looked at me and goes, holy shit, I didn't expect that. Everything I hear from people and what I expected, 
that was really cool. Thank you. And he said that's where they entered it. Uh, I just told him thank you for listening and giving me the time, bro. And uh, I hope we're good, you know. So mm. that was pretty much it. He said, <laughs> but he said, uh, I will say this: we're good enough to be working together. I don't think we're friends. I'll tell you, uh, that last curb stomp he gave me at the Royal Rumble, yeah, I don't think we're we're, we're that good of friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I mean, we talked about it. That was the first time those two worked. I mean, especially after Seth was pretty outspoken about it'll never happen, and um, yeah, you he, heard the stories about yeah. Riddle like. Being, you know, they'll be at mutual restaurants and they don't, you know, they don't pay each other in, uh, any mind, even though they just left the same town and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good because that's the you need that trust, man. I mean, that those more, guys are very phenomenal in their right, their own right, talent wise. And I so. think just for morale, I mean, obviously at this point, they're not even forced to be around each other because they work on two different shows. Yeah. But, you know, I don't, it's got to be mentally, it's got to be exhausting trying to like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny freaking you avoid say, people you have to work with and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, but the, you know, I just thought what you said, working two different shows, and it kind of made me think about something to bring up. Um, you know, we had a uh, Ring of Honor event last. Uh, I think it was last weekend, correct? Yeah, it was. Uh, was it Best in the World? It might have been. I'm. You know, I might. Mm, I'll double I, check because yeah, I think yeah. that's the show that Mark went to a couple years ago in Baltimore. Yeah, right? that's right. That's right. Well, uh, what kind of made headlines was, you know, we had the ROH Women's Championship Tournament, uh, you know, it was supposed to go over for the summer of 2021. I like how they changed the, the it's the debut of the belt, and I like how they, yeah. the belt, it doesn't look, Woman of it doesn't look yeah. different from, yeah. I, 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 exactly. It looks just as legit. Um, and, and, and prestigious, prestigious I would yeah, say. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, what was interesting was Lenny Leonard and uh, Maria Canellas, who have been, you know, heading up the women's division, they came out uh, ahead of the tournament saying, I, I wasn't sure who it was uh, that got replaced, but she was not eligible to be uh, competing. And so instead, they opted to replace her there live with former WWE uh, talent and impact talent, uh, Chelsea Green. Uh, who did show up. She was not in wrestling gear, which was curious, uh, as she actually let the live crowd know that she was not cleared to wrestle by the Maryland Athletic Commission, but had said, you know what, I'm going to sit this tournament out, but uh, rest assured, I'm going to challenge for the title, whoever the champion may be, exactly a month after she gets out of her cast. Because, you know, we all, uh, if you guys don't know, she broke her wrist a second time, uh, you know, on WWE TV a couple months back. Uh, but it's very interesting because, you know, she was there, I think it was just a couple of days before her non-compete. And yeah, I, I got like, some. Like, I, she she has some information here. I'll let you finish. But yeah, she actually was talking about how she was able to get out of it early. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think it was just one of those things where, in my opinion, they just didn't think a couple of days would matter because she's still not a hundred percent. But it is being said that uh, multiple recent WWE releases with a deal in place, uh, or there are multiple recent WWE releases that have a deal in place or have one ready to come into the company imminently. Uh, so it sounds like she might not be the only one expected to make a debut soon. So I thought that was very interesting. I mean, if they're talking about trying to build this women's division, I mean, I dare say we may see uh, Cassie and Jesse coming in, maybe. Yeah. And Sean Ross Sapp did confirm that she was one of the uh, talent that asked for an early release, and they just gave it to her. I'm not sure if you have yeah. anything more on that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean it's funny because the, the Russell Zone has it like, she explains how she got out of it. You know, like it's this whole thing, and it's just yeah. literally just that. It's like... Hey guys, I got fired, but I really wanted to work for you. <laughs> okay, yeah, you yeah, yeah. But you know, she does talk about how uh, the the Maryland uh, Athletic Commission was a shoot. Like they were not having it. Like they did not. I was. They I didn't think so. I didn't yeah. think it was a, a. I mean, not a lot of people use that verbiage. So I was just like, oh, that sounds. Yeah, she little... says I was able to swindle myself a little deal with WWE, get myself on TV a little earlier. 
which uh, in theory would allow me to be part of the Ring of Honor tournament. Um, honestly, I just need to stop there and give a huge shout out to Johnny Ace. Uh, I don't know his position at WWE actually because it's ever changing, but Johnny Ace is amazing. He's been so helpful throughout the process. Uh, when I was first released, I went to him and actually asked him right away if I could forego my 90-day and get back on the indies within the next week or so. And he was willing to do that for me, but unfortunately, with the complications I had with my arm again, the never-ending complications with this arm, uh, I had to get yeah. the plate removed from my arm, and we just decided that it was best not to go ahead and break my contract. So, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, I mean, she definitely is ready to... Lace him back up, though, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, she can go. We've seen what she done. Uh, yeah, did it was, an impact. She had a very short stop. It was just real uh, snake Or bitten. start stop, I should say. Yeah, very much in her tenure in WWE. But, um, yeah, I think the world is going to have a treat when they get reintroduced to Chelsea Green, for sure. I, I just thought it was cool that uh, they had Nicole Savoy in that tournament as well, because I, 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 I know she's been working, I, what I call her, young, 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 <laughs> young suplex is what I used to call her back Oh, uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, uh, man, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I like seeing a lot of these women – uh, having a place to work and getting some recognition for sure, man. Yeah, but, definitely, man. Uh, but, you know, speaking of places to work, uh, I got a little update on uh, why we haven't seen a few AEW talents on, uh, on oh, okay. TV. Um, you know, obviously we got the... Uh, they were kind of written off TV, except for Anthony Agogo. We saw Last time we saw Anthony Agogo, he hit uh, Cody with that that punch yeah, that's in right, that, that tag match, mm -hmm. that QT one. And a little, we, little cheap shot, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen him since. And, yeah, you expected uh, to see him in the strap match at least. Yeah, yeah I thought something, right? And then mm -hmm. uh, Pac, uh, or Pac, you know, he, he hasn't been seen since he got jumped on BTE. Yeah, that's right. Um, both are dealing with uh, travel issues right now. Um, both went oh, back okay. home to England. Um, I imagine they have family there. They want to just make sure everyone's good. Mm -hmm. Or they could they could just legit live there, and they're like, man, I'm tired of these Flor Floridians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I have to admit that it probably was them knowingly taking the risk of going back and thinking they'd be able to come back, but they probably were more open-minded because the world's opening up a little bit more. Yeah, but mm -hmm. that has nothing to do – oh, I, got, I should say, let me say not the world, but the U.S. is opening up a little bit more. Things are different. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's calming down a little bit. It's it, We're not out the woods, even though a lot of people are acting like that. But, yeah, I get you. Yeah, it's, I mean, Wrestling Observer, they just pretty much say, like, yeah, they both returned to UK recently, traveled back and forth, uh, or with travel back and forth, still difficult due to the pandemic. They both reportedly have not been able to return to the US. So that's what's been going on uh, on that end. So gotcha. okay. not, not, not a whole lot of uh, guesswork on that. But I mean, well, he, I think both, actually, both these guys have been a victim of this before. Uh, during the early of uh yeah Pac definitely was missed during the yeah the early parts of the pandemic so much that when he finally dropped i think he had that whole you know i'm losing my mind like, like you know my mind started to unwind a bit because, oh yeah uh, you know is it so much so i'm i'm, I'm in full gear doing a promo yeah, yeah, in the yeah, rain yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> well. yeah oh man um but uh, interesting man definitely um i was gonna say too the only other piece i had um uh kind of in the same vein the uk is you guys heard about Killian Dane, Big Damo. Uh, obviously, he was some of the <gasps> one of the few that got released recently with the uh, other talents. And uh, you know, he recently was on a. Uh, I think the the podcast was called Such Good Shoot, which I thought was pretty funny. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, uh, but he was talking about how he kind of believed like uh, maybe that decision wasn't uh, one that was like set. In, in stone it might have been last minute as he says quote uh not a lot of people know this i just signed an extension so i could have easily gone at the same time that uh, alexander wolf did because our deals expired on the same day so i genuinely believe that this is something that was a last minute thing so yeah well see it's it's <sighs> on the trailing of that is it's hard to tell because uh, you know we, we were just talking about last week with the whole 
30 day, the 90 day fiasco with, yeah. with, with Alistair. Did you hear that they actually ended up calling Buddy Murphy on accident, thinking it was him? Yeah. And, and yeah, a lot of people were wondering if the only reason was, I mean, but it doesn't make sense. They're like, well, the only thing in common is there's a B, but B as in black would be the surname, while Buddy would be the first name. But so and, but, can't, and one ha- is covered head to toe in tattoos, and one isn't. Yeah, exactly. You know. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but what I heard was the guy wasn't sure that he, I don't think he mistaked him as Alistair. I think he maybe was wasn't just, sure. Like there might have been more than one more than contract. One? That, that makes sense. Yeah, you know. So because when you think about like how many of those people actually moved up from NXT, Buddy Murphy is one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, even though he went through the oh, T O so he should be back in NXT. I, like, like, right now. I mean, I was gonna say, even though he went through the two hundred five live ride, that's probably why they were like, "Well, we didn't really pay too much attention to those guys." Let's yeah, make sure. Seriously. But the funny thing is, you know, he I only bring that up because you know he's talking to the guy, and the guy's like, kind of, you know, like it's ninety days, right? It should be now. He's like, "Yeah, it's ninety. Mm-hmm. He's like, and he's telling him like, "No," nah, uh, you know, he's like, and I think they were offering if they wanted to cut him for. And he's like, "No, no, we'll just do ninety because he's like." But then he's like, "But this is what I don't get. They they fire me, citing budget cuts, but then they're wanting to pay me for 90 days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like the yeah, money. He was confused by that. Yeah, it's like the money has to come from somewhere. But you're telling me you but don't just have to, to keep me off TV or whatever. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. So I, it, you know, things like that. Yeah, but weird, everybody but. keeps. They have been talking about. It. I know we'll have probably more to go on later on the show in terms of yeah. uh, Malachi uh, Black now. But yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of people talking about man, you let him slip right through your fingers, dumb dumb. But it's like <laughs> it's very much like with the Rock. You know, when the Rock was done, I forgot which mania that was. And he went off to Hollywood. It was literally because everyone in the office weren't paying attention, and they ain't and, gonna say and nothing. That contract that's, just lapsed. Yeah, that's it's a, called leverage, baby. It yeah. is what it is. You and, know? And, and you're not gonna volunteer that you you weren't paying attention. That's a big loss in the Rock. But, I mean, you know. it's I mean, you would lobby that in 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 a in an effort to try to get some sympathy for it because like yeah, oh, sure. you well, you wouldn't be the Rock without us. But yeah. it's like, but then when you add that to it, then it's like. <laughs> Oh, I got a bunch of Samoans on my side. I <laughs> yeah. think you might want to watch yeah, your tone. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, man, we just uh, we were talking about Killing Dane. We were talking about NXT. Uh, yeah, we might as well yeah, roll into it, roll man. Roll right into um, NXT, man. We had a pretty, uh, I would say, fairly important NXT. Uh, we kicked yeah, it off. Yeah, there was a lot, the, of, uh, a lot of cross being path, uh, or a lot of paths being crushed, I should say, oh. and, and uh, a lot of. We had a few faces. A lot of lines being crossed. A lot of impact. That was my But you guys know. We'll get right to it. A lot of wars do. being gained. <laughs> we got uh, We opened up with what they called a grudge match. Uh, they're trying to pour a lot of you mean the fire long, on this. Long match. Yeah. Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai. The whole story is, you know, uh, Ember would have beat Raquel at TakeOver Head. Kai not put her leg on the rope. Whatever. You know. I like these two because they always have a good match, but they just have matches entirely too often. But you guys know how I do this, man. I do the spots. Moon, suicide dive, butterfly suplex. And she has this like kind of hesitation before she hits the springboard crossbody and a avalanche Frankensteiner. See what we're doing here? We don't want Steiner at our front door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like those odds. And that's a 33 and one third chance. There you go. <laughs> a Steiner math, Steiner college, all that. Uh, Kai, uh, not to be outdone, running face wash, pump kick to the mush, and a odd looking rolling cutter i will say for two and not something i've seen her do before yeah uh, kai does get the win where we do see uh moon go for a springboard attack but kai counters with a forearm and then hits the gtk or go to kick for win uh oh is that what that win, stands for yeah gtk go, go uh go, go to, to kick yeah I, I know it was gtk i just never knew right. i thought it was maybe something about kai uh, like, you would you know think I mean? so you know but uh post match we see kai celebrating she, the why did she call the tko I, I couldn't tell you man God, she has it. a move called the kyo kick too but i don't 
I don't know. I think, I think that's that. I think that's that running, uh, standing oh, uh, yeah. face wash she does. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the heels celebrate the win uh, after the match when the lights go out. And Zia Lee appears on the ramp, beelines right for the ring, goes right up to Raquel and says, "You're standing in the way of my bet, uh, my destiny." Raquel tells her, "If you want it, you got it." But uh, hope she shows up this time, which I kind of got. I remember something was supposed to happen, but I think Zaya got hurt, so they had to think of something on the fly. This was like months. Oh, ago. I remember that. Yeah, they, they had her like, uh, yeah. Yeah, she was in the back with the backstage, like pre-match. Someone, yeah, it, it somebody was, like heard. Her. Yeah, I remember that. It was yeah. weird. And then she tells her to get a good look uh, at you know the title because that's the it, closest she'll ever get. I always love. I that mean, the one. thing that was noteworthy to me was the fact that. Dakota was thinking she was coming for her, and she yeah. just walked right past her like she I wasn't thought, even there. To be honest, I thought she was coming for Ember Moon. I thought. I, I, I thought too. I thought maybe that she was going to look around and then the lights were going to hit, mm-hmm. and then like she was going to just. It was just going to be like Ember. And marked on uh, her hand, yeah, right? the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Diamond Mine backstage interview. Biven says they are open. They take mold and build. This was a good the, promo. This is a good promo. Yeah. Uh, they take mold and build with the best resources, fighters, coaches, and prospects all under one camp. And uh, when you come out, you are the absolute best you can be. Uh, it says it's all about competition, and it's time for an open challenge when Bobby Fish steps to Roddy and uh, tries to accept the challenge. But Bivens elects Rust instead, and Fish says, you know what? You guys could all get it. Makes little difference who gets it first. Roddy reassures him that it's all going to be over after he faces Rust tonight, which I thought was like, damn. It's like, a bro, ain't going to be nothing left for you for me after you go against Tyler like I you know <laughs> which I, it was interesting because like you said we haven't seen much interaction with the other members that aren't named Kyle and Adam that were also part of this foursome known pretty as pretty much the collateral era. damage yeah. just to get to Kyle versus Adam right exactly like, I mean I, I the reason why I like this promo is just the way that Bivens was able to uh pretty much break down what the diamond mine is and the yeah. way he was able to do so with his words and still able as double entendres to really relate to everyone in the crew. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure how much I see him. Like, I, I, I can't lie. Like, I'd be lying if I said, man, I could see him doing, like, some Hurt Business type stuff. But I don't know if it's with those guys, right? Yeah. But, but, cause, but just because he has a personality. But I think that's the challenge. It's good to see something different. Yeah. Maybe it's good not to see something that you would stereotypically usually see from somebody. Well, I was kind of. Let's see where he gets his legs from under him. Yeah, you know and I, mean? I like, think it was ironic because I know we've, whether it was on the show or outside in the personal chat, uh, we've talked about, you know, the prospect of what if Fish joined. You yeah, know, like yeah. which I think would would make sense. I mean, because I think that's why I was so. Yeah. No, I mean that's why I was so pumped for the matchup. But I'll just jump to right now, which is Tyler Russ versus Bobby Fish. I, it was physical in the beginning, and it just didn't last long. I mean, Russ he gets a back yeah. suplex, dragon screw. Fish hits a exploded suplex into the ropes. At that point, dude, strong, that was. I didn't know if that was on purpose or not. Like, well, if I, it's weird because I feel like he did that in his match against uh, Birch or not Birch. Uh, or, uh, Loney, Loney, yeah, yeah, uh, or Lorkin. I said Loney, uh, Lorkin, not too long ago, but it looked like it was a botch. But it's almost like, oh, well, maybe that's part of my move set now, you know. So it's kind of, kind of weird, but not, not bad, but a little, a little dangerous, depending who he goes against. But uh, the, the suplex. Uh, bring Strong on top of the apron. He kind of distracts long enough for Russ to chop block Fish's bad knee. He follows up with a buzzsaw kick, I guess, and uh, gets the win. The crowd is audibly yelling this is trash at a point because it's like, that's not what we wanted. Uh, you see a guy like Tyler Russ and Bobby Fish. You're talking about the 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 future yeah. and, 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 the, and the vets of, like, Ring of Honor. Like, you know, you got guys that went through the same, like, walk of life yeah, almost. Yeah, dude, I didn't even think about that. And, yeah, and you're so right. so I was, I was ready for the iron sharpens iron type of thing. I was salivating for this match. You know what I mean? I was like, cool, save him versus Roddy because we know it's going to be fire. Yeah, but I'm I've been Russ wanting to – yeah, I've been wanting for for uh, Russ to get his uh, – 
chopped flowers. And, yeah. I, and I know what they're doing, but at the same time, it's like, I can't take a guy seriously if you're just going to have him on a crutch. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Through most of his matches. But I, I like, do like his inclusion being part I do. Already. It's still early. It's still yeah. kind of early for me to judge it at that point anymore because he was just, it was just them two before. Yeah. Now that they, they do have a little bit of backing from, from established guys. Yeah. Because the way yeah. they, they said it, even on commentary, was like, you know, maybe he was a little too. Um, uh, too overwhelmed. He brought him back in, retrained him, got some better, you know, better guys with him. Yeah, some, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Built his clientele and True. all that. Post match, uh, Russ does celebrate the win and begins to circle fish with the rest of the diamond mine. But Kashida runs down to make the save, uh, and Roddy just tells him they're on his time before they all exit. Uh, and of course, you know, this will lead to a tag match that gets announced for next week. It'd be Kushida and Bobby Fish going on, uh, or taking on the Diamond Mine and Tyler Rust and Roddy Strong. Uh, let me ask you real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever been a fan of like when someone has to do a run in or they do a save and say they're a champion, they have to run with the belt with them? Like, it's, I, I mean, I was if thinking it's about not that around with, your waist, then don't do it. I was thinking about that with Kushida. Like, it seemed like he was like running down for the save, but he was like, oh, I got to get the belt on camera. Though. Yeah. And then, like, that throws the belt into the ring. And then, yeah, <laughs> you know I, mean, I mean, and even then, it's like he didn't touch anybody, he just yeah. chased people up, even though they were outnumbered. I mean, that segment was weird to me, but you know, uh, it, it, it's like, I don't know. Maybe they're giving Kushida credit. Like, it wouldn't make you know? sense if it was uh, O'Reilly because O'Reilly and Kushida had that very respect much so. from That's that match. That's why it's so, so. Uh, such a weird pivot. But yeah, yeah even yeah. though it's got very various de- there was a degrees lot of, of separation. There was quite a few say. pivots to the show. Yeah, yeah. very much. So let's get into it. Uh, next, on. we get to uh, Cameron Grimes and L.A. Knight. I'm just going to go through all three vignettes. To uh, the Uh, We have uh, Grimes (laughs) arriving late, but he lets Knight know, hey, I'm here because uh, all I have is my word, and uh, he's good for it. And like you said, he's going to go straight to the broom. Uh, (laughs) Knight sends him to go get a haircut and new clothes, but Grimes unexpectedly digs the new look. Uh, uh, The second vignette, we see Grimes is being commanded to mow the lawn, but he seems to be quite in his comfort zone and doesn't seem to mind at all. Yeah, not bothered Uh, at all. And even when he switches up, no, you can't use the big vehicle. You're going to use like the, the hand you know, that the hand tool, he's just like, oh, ain't nothing, you know, and uh, then we see why, because later on we see him chilling poolside in a skivvies, basically, while he has a, <laughs> he's hired a uh, young kid to cut the grass instead. Uh, he says, hey, you know, I might be a butler, but I'm still a millionaire, which I, I really like that line, to be honest, because there's logic there. Uh, he offers to pay the kid 500 bucks. <laughs> what do you say? And I know how to delegate. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I love that. Uh, he uh, offers to pay 500 bucks, but Knight kind of interjects and he gets kicked in the shin. This kind of, you know why I like this is because I said, mm-hmm. this is modern day Mm-hmm. Blow up in the face, million dollar man. You yep. want to be the million dollar man, and you're trying to do the same vignettes, but none of it's working because now it's going the other way. The, 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 the kid, know? the kid bounced the ball without you yeah. kicking it, and they, now you're they pissed s- off. They yeah. smarten up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah. Uh, at the end, Grimes uh, offers to rake up the money, which I really love that literal uh, imagery. And he accidentally bumps Knight into the pool before offering him a towel. Like you said, he did a front foot bump, which is really funny. You know, it just reminds me of the the, the commercial we were talking these, about with like Ric Flair can, the other day. They might have to. They might have to book these two in a uh, in a movie or a tag team later. Down yeah, the line. yeah, because they got good chemistry. Just that sure. dysfunctionality. Yeah, and they, again, I think they know each other from the Impact days for sure. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I always put this over whenever I get a chance. Cameron, mm. uh, Cameron Lee. Oh yeah. Versus uh, DJ Z. 
Check that out. Definitely. I would never big up a TNA match. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to blow through a couple of these uh, segment-heavy things because yes. they are con- all kind of linked. Samoa Joe, he uh, approaches Cameron, uh, Karrion Cross, I should say. Uh, Scarlet's there. Karrion he's, Cross. He, he's training with a heavy bag. <laughs> Joe approaches with a referee shirt and reminds him, hey, I'm the official for the match. Reminds him to protect himself at all times and to obey his commands at all times. Uh, and he just kind of ignores him and continues to train. He asks if he understands. Then he kicks the bag and asks more sternly. Cross gets in his face says, I only understand one thing, and that's if you screw me out of this match, you will be the only one that gets dealt with. And then uh, Joe takes that as a yes and walks off. Uh, later on, we do see sort of the similar situation with uh, The Way. Um, I was going to say, and they, well, let me get to that one too. They are shown uh, rolling up to the PC earlier in the day, and we see Beth kind of pull Indy to the side and ask, hey, what's going on with Dexter Loomis? She explains he was a gentleman, and nothing happened despite them both wanting something to happen, uh, but they just lost the tag belt, so it wasn't the right time. And then Beth gives her the advice that sometimes you just have to take uh, uh, a chance, basically. Uh, yeah, basically, she's like, you're just going out to rock that man's world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's basically. what she told him. Yeah, with, or, or just ignore what LeRae's trying to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, do something for you, basically. And yeah. then the last uh, segment I have to say is we get Samoa Joe similarly doing the same as he did with Cross. Shows up to the Way's locker room, reminds him, hey, I'm the official. Protect yourself at all times. Obey my commands at all times. Of course, he's met with Joe, Joe, Joe chants. Uh, Johnny reassures uh, that the Way are law-abiding citizens, and he plans to be the only one out there anyway. And all uh, Joe's got to do is count to three. He'll do the rest. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Theory tries to offer the new shirt <laughs> before uh, Joe walks off and he runs right into Dunn. And they, you know, do the same, a little bit of the same, a little stare down, a little briefer this time because, like you pointed out, Dunn does uh, hit him with a shrug before the, there's an exit. So He's like, do I got a booger in my face? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, man, this brings me to uh, Gigi Dolan versus Soraya. Yeah, it was um, good seeing her on, um, I mean, we, we did see her on, uh, what was it, the tag team? Yeah. Yeah, she filled the, out the, some of the tag team yeah, spots. Yeah, the Dusty. And then I, I know she's like been a uh, enhancement talent for somebody else. That's true. That was going on. But we do see a clip of Gigi. She's challenging Saray or Sarai uh, to, to a competition before the match. I wasn't mad at this um, match. Yeah, was, no. To and be honest, first time I really paid attention to a Saray match um, fully, yeah. to be honest. But it was at the, at the expense of wanting to see Gigi. Yeah, but it was they had a they had a pretty good match. Yeah, I mean Gigi hit a running sto, uh, and then we see a stiff side lo- uh, side headlock yeah. takedown. <laughs> that thing was called a side DDT. Uh, before Mandy Rose appears on the ramp to watch on. Curious. We do see a, a, a muta lock and a running basement drop kick uh, before Saray gets the win with that high angle T bone suplex for the win. I think it's a T. It looks like a T bone to me, I, but it's, they, it's, they it's, don't have a name for I'm it. I'm telling you, like it's it's weird. It's like a it's like a backdrop driver, except you position your up. Her body on the other side. So instead of like under you being underneath their shoulder, like you're helping them up. Yeah. No, I, I get you. It's, it just it's still so seems weird. like it's, it yeah. seems like by crossing your arm, you make the T. Yeah, yeah, T-bone. yeah. It's almost so like that's a, it's like a T-bone backdrop drive. It's yeah. weird. It's, it's really, but it's it's innovative. innovative. Yeah. Um, the one thing I didn't like is how she had the Muda lock on and then just gave it up. I'm like, there was no reason yeah. to let and, go. And then Gigi kind of like leans back so she can grab it because she was having a hard time yeah. finding her face. Yeah. But uh, post-match, Mandy does seem impressed and then walks to the back while Saray celebrates the win. We get a backstage segment of Legato Del Fantasma, who have been missing for quite a bit. We thought, I think you had said specifically we expected to see him maybe last week. Great American Bash did not happen, but Santos goes on about Bronson. Uh, says he's a winner and he's lucky that he never has to face Santos one-on-one, uh, which kind of maybe alludes to a departure from NXT is what I thought, and there's more on that in a little bit. Uh, Santos gives Swerve credit for taking the title from Reed before Wild 
kind of hates on the cipher last week, and Raul calls him classless and gutless. Uh, Santos then calls his opponent for the uh, tonight, Loomis, a loser, and says no matter what, he'll always be on the right side of history. This takes us to the match. Dexter Loomis taking on Santos Escobar, which I thought was interesting because I don't think these two have ever met. Um, yeah, I was thinking just due, due to, the, to the exclusiveness of the... Uh the cruiserweight division that like yeah. he wasn't on his radar they didn't ever really cross paths like that yeah. exactly didn't have, probably didn't even have a real reason to either you know? yeah that's very true yeah. yeah but dexter uh you know uh he does a lutez press uh with the crawl as he likes to do with his personality santos uh he six ldf on loomis but he you know kind of uh, skips underneath the ring and pulls escobar underneath <laughs> before the break uh we see three amigos and a backstabber from santos but the uh, finish uh, comes where loomis does hit that sit out uranagi goes to lock in the silence by raul pulls Santos to safety while Wild kind of sends Dexter head first into the post. He runs right into a uh, phantom driver from Santos for the win. Post match, the heels celebrate on the ramp when Hit Row appears behind them. Uh, the two factions kind of exchange words on the ramp before Hit Row's music hits and LDF exits. And then during the commercial break, we see Indy show up, much like last week with Loomis did with her. Uh, you know, she picks up a fallen Loomis, but uh, and gives a lot of effort, but does drop him on the ramp before they kind of gaze in each other's eyes and they tease a kiss. But Candace runs down and shoves Candace Indy is off a of him. Hater, straight one, up. One thing I did, I forget to bring up during the Sarai match, mm -hmm. is the fact that the crowd immediately is like, "You don't go here." Yeah. When a Mandy showed up, because I was like, I don't think she's been. In, I think she's been in the PC. I don't think she's been on NXT though. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I was thinking because it's weird because no, there was I a post I, that said I'm back. I'm like, when were you there? No, I remember her being in NXT, but I don't remember her winning much. I think because okay. that's when she started doing like the bed of roses, and I was like, oh, you have a finish. I didn't know. Oh, that, okay. you know? oh yeah, so, that was like that running knee she was doing too. She was doing the, yeah, like that's where she okay. was getting her form. For and that. then also NXT, I, I, I mean, you guys need to stop doing this. Sarai is the blank of the blank. Yeah, like you guys already have. The, the genius of the sky, you have the empress of the morrow, and now you have the warrior of the sun. The only time you guys passed on it was when you already had the pirate princess with Kyrie Sane. Like, yeah. Just Dude. leave it alone. Like, yes. <laughs> it's just. Uh, no, I, I, totally, I totally agree with you on the that. The podcast man. of the people. I'll take that one. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, this brings us to an interview. Kyle O'Reilly sits down with Wade Barrett, and uh, he's asked Barrett. about how uh, Cole's victory last week has affected him. See, I like, uh, they need to have Barrett do more sit-downs. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, Kyle says losing is a part of life and what they do, but admits he didn't go into the match with his killer instinct. He notes how he used to want his soul back after selling it to uh, the UE, but now wonders if he needs it back, admitting that he did things differently to win gold in the past, but he still got the job done. Kyle says you can't say or do the things Adam Cole has done and, and get away with it, kind of offering there's room for a third match. Uh, he says he's not just the man who can and will be Adam Cole, he's also the man who can and will finish Adam Cole. Uh, and that will, mm. I mean, I don't know how much I need to see it, it's, because it's yeah. like, yeah, it's a third, but then... But it's not technically, but yeah. it, it's for me personally, there's nothing left for Kyle to be pulling from this story. No. Adam Cole, especially when you're, I know you're going to get into the Adam Cole segment, his promo very much made it seem like he's ready to move on. Yeah. But, but if they had to do a, a, a tease, a rematch, I'm going to own you in that too, but that's not what I'm looking to do. And it's Kyle, curious too, like how he says, hey man, your, your victory is a fluke, and you know what? It doesn't even count. So yeah. now it's like, so have we reset now? Yeah, it's, it's one zero. And it's like, one, why are we doing? Like, why again? Are we doing this backwards? Why would, would we do the unsanctioned first and then the two single? You know? Yeah. But for me personally, Kyle. They just need because they need to add more tag teams. Just put him and Fish back together. Yeah, seriously. I mean, and I'm not mad. I'm not saying he can't be the guy, but 
you kind of got him in in he's he's, in he's either hanging in mud or quicksand you yeah, know what i mean so you got to figure out which one you want him to be in or how he gets out of it but i'll just jump right into that segment actually even though it's a little later on but kyle is uh his interview is responded to by cole like we said he calls uh the unsanctioned victory that kyle had over him a fluke it doesn't you know even count if you know how unsanctioned matches work he says of course losing a part is, is a part of what you do if your name is kyle o'reilly and uh, of course he went through the fire and got burned by old adam cole bay bay before uh teasing a rematch uh, and then kind of says he wants to change gears he mocks Samoa Joe calls him a coward and an overpaid security guard in a suit and says he knows Joe won't face him just like no one else in the back will face him when Bronson Reed's music curiously hits immediately and he, <laughs> yeah and he, and he answers on the ramp uh, Reed calls Cole a master of mind games but says you know what uh, only when someone has something to lose I don't have my North American title anymore so I don't have anything to lose you know and uh, he basically mocks the boom gesture by saying you know I got all eyes on me right now to figure out what my next move is and even though people call you the golden boy of nxt i see a golden opportunity and right then cole tries to go for a super kick reed catches it counters with a running body block sends him to the floor then we see joe's music hit you know because he's going to make his entrance to the referee the main event later on and we do kind of see him step in cole's face and stare him down to let him know hey i ain't scared of nothing <laughs> you know it, it was uh i like this um but uh, there was just, I think the reason why I, I liked it a little bit more than uh, I thought I would is because the fact that you had Adam go for that super kick made conversation. Yeah. Which usually you would just get, oh, now it's my turn to say something and now I'm going to try to upstage you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, I like how he was. No, I'm about to kick this fool. Yeah, in the face. I don't, I don't, be- I don't, I don't believe nothing that's coming out of your yeah, mouth. Yeah, and it's bro. also like you're not, you're not the trajectory I'm going for. But like, the also, but for him to say you're my golden opportunity, no, Swerve would be your golden opportunity because you were owed a rematch technically. And he has the gold, and that's I the mean, opportunity. But, you, but like, it's, it's the same thing they did with Swerve. Yeah, yeah. To it's, me, it's, it's, it's let's just, give Cole a big guy to work with before yeah. he works with Joe. It's just real curious you know? that they wouldn't at least allow him a... I think I, I put like, it helps Swerve get more over by winning, by retaining. Yeah, I, it I, really does. I but but uh, yeah, next we uh, open up the first round of the breakout yeah. tournament. Yeah. Man, Ikemen Jiro and Duke Hudson, a little bit on both. Ikemen actually means handsome in yeah. Japanese. And yeah. uh, I found this to be fascinating. Trained by not just Tajiri yeah. and Great. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Yoshihiro Tajiri. I, I want to give respect. The you know? buzzsaw. But himself. also, probably the greatest, you know, maybe one of the, the, the top, at least top three in Japanese I mean, culture. You're about painted face, like just the phenomenas. Great, yeah. Great Muda, you yeah. know. Uh, and of course, on Hudson, uh, I really liked his delivery too, man. Like you Which, said, he's the former, is it Adam Vink? Uh, Brent, Brendan, Brendan Vink. Vink. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. He says he's not perfect, but he's got to be close. This dude's 6'5", 270 pounds. No, he has he's, he's got the best, best backside in the business of any more beads <laughs> we'd be making honey. Yeah, so I really he, like that. Yeah, he, I mean, for a guy his size to have that kind of charisma, I mean. Oh, yeah. Because even I the mean, way he said, you can call me Duke, or we can skip right to the chase, and you can call me the tournament winner right now. And I was like, I am I dig the charisma on this dude yeah. being so tall. And you know what? In that right, I guess he does really remind me of Wade Barrett because he even said so. Like, he reminds me of a young me, you know, it's not a little way, and, and of course, they're <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm sure you do, you know. What I mean, but uh, Jiro, uh, he comes in, he hits tarantula, pain high, yeah, the guys yeah. that we were just talking about. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think Mood is the one who trained Tajiri, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is even better, you know. Uh, at one point, we see Hudson go for a crucifix bomb onto the corner, mm. sort of like what, uh, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? What's his name from AEW? Uh, uh, you're talking about uh, Angelico, Angelico, thank you. Uh, yeah, but he reverses it to a, uh, a I guess it's Frankensteiner, uh, I'll say, right into the corner. We see a blockbuster from him and a uh, top rope acai moonsault as well, but Hudson yeah. not to be outdone. We see a really cool thing where he catches, uh, you know, does the razor spot, catches you mid uh, sack of cross, shit, yeah, sack <laughs> of shit, throws it up for the power slam, hits a penalty kick. 
and then yeah. Snake Eyes the guy. I thought Dude, that was insane. When he had him on his shoulder, I was like, yo, this fool could kick that high. Yeah, up. man. And it's the height. Yeah, it's and, and, the height. and I don't know how much of it he got, but he yeah, sold it. Yeah, like, good it was camera a great, angle. Yeah, least, it really yeah. was. Yeah. And they, uh, he had a nice overhead belly to belly, but we do see the end where Zero hits a rolling head scissors from outside inside, but uh, runs right into a boss man slam for Hudson for the win. And of course, we get, well, I told you, he's like, man, I used to use that move for the winds of change. You know, like it's like, <laughs> it's like, then call it, then call it. Yeah, but I hope he, you know what? I will say, uh, Hudson is a favorite of mine to win this thing. Yeah, I, I think I told you, like, he, he's been on the scene for a bit, start and stop, different names mm-hmm. on the main roster back then at NXT, but he's always had a look to him. And, and it was my first time ever, ever hearing him talk and getting that example of that charisma that we were just talking about. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, obviously, a lot of people, I mean, I, I, this is not like a stereotypical thing, but British actors, Australian actors, like, they have a certain charisma to them just based on. The accent alone, yeah. right? There's mm-hmm. always just like some, some, a little bit of personality that goes with that. I mean, again, I never seen someone his size with uh, that kind of charisma I, and, yeah. and just that quick wit. I, I dig it. I, I, really I agree. Do. Yeah, it, it's going to take him places for sure. Yeah, and I only yeah. got a couple uh, things. And good looking guy too. I, I don't got a problem saying good looking guy. I mean, yeah, no, he seriously. can speak. You can understand He's him. Money. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, uh, we got a tag match, and of course, the main event. Uh, we got Casey and Caden going against Jesse and Aaliyah, and uh, you know from. The Robert Stone brand, we have a nice thrust kick from Jesse, Northern Lights for two by Aaliyah. She likes to get that shit in. Uh, we see like an evasion bulldog <laughs> combo from Casey and Kaden. Uh, diving crossbody off the still steps to the floor by Casey, but we do see the finish where Casey and Kaden hit this hangman's neckbreaker 450 splash combo for the win. It's post-match that we're here to talk about, though. Stone, he uh, he goes into the uh, ring to check on Aaliyah, but she actually shoves him twice. Well, uh, what's up with him with only... He gets in the ring with only one shoe on. Was there it, something it, that happened before now, well remember he he used to do the thing where he would throw the shoe into the to the ring like but to try to like did he he didn't on this one that's what but I was that's like out, yeah. like it's been so long i think he thinks oh that's what they remember me for doing uh, I either okay. i either uh and down and out and i puked on some you know on the referee in the yeah. match or i'm throwing my my shoe or it's one of those you okay know? so uh but yeah we do see him check on Aaliyah. she shoves him down twice says hey i'm done uh, i've done more for you than you've done for me and i've helped you more than you've ever helped me and then blast him with a very stiff slap uh then she continues to attack him uh, with strikes in the corner and then kicks him in the ribs before exiting solo and we see stone start to crawl towards jesse now on the floor uh for some help but frankie monet appears at ringside and offers her, her hand to jesse who accepts and they all kind of exit up the ramp with frankie i was kind of confused because it looked like they left stone you know uh in the ring but uh we kind of get a update later on uh where we see stone is shown kind of flanking them but like very far behind uh frankie and jesse are asked about what just happened with Aaliyah, and frankie just says you know let's just say we won't have to worry about her anymore which i didn't believe she was a problem I really thought she was yeah, part of that. It was really that, a swerve. Yeah. yeah, you know, because the way, unless, the only thing I can think of is if she's getting called back up, if she's having visa problems because she is from t- Toronto, that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, I, 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 I can't was, imagine. I was thinking maybe she, they might be, for the first time, trying to play on a real actual yeah. uh, nationality, maybe try to put her up there with gender, who's another Toronto yeah. native. I mean, I was just wondering who who uh, who trained her, and I got, uh, one of the names is uh, besides the PC is uh, Taylor Wilde. Oh wow! Yeah, I was. Because you know, we don't. We never really knew a whole lot about Aaliyah, but I tell you what, that crowd was eating it up. Yeah, they, they were really uh, digging whatever was going on, which is, you could tell she was enjoying it because you could tell that was probably the most reaction. 
She's gotten in a while. Yeah, she's got. I mean, just and not just a reaction, but just an actual engagement with the yeah. fans that and they I'll, care. I'll be honest, I enjoy Aaliyah. I think she's got a. She just this is the best be, she's looked. Yeah, she needs. She's yeah. just got to push it. Keep pushing, man. But yeah. uh, and interesting enough, Mandy Rose makes a second appearance as she strolls by. Uh, the, I guess the new Robert Stone brand and says she notices they are under new management and uh, kind of shares a, a glance with Frankie, who kind of has this like facial expression of like a mental. Uh, rubbing of hands, you know, like Mr. Burns, like, oh, this like, that could be a good ooh. acquisition, you know. See, so. but th- that's what gets. So we're gonna we're gonna break you up from the this other platinum blonde, and then have you do deal with this platinum blonde on NXT, like you know. That's uh, I mean? like, true. Because I will be honest, the Dana Brooke Mandy experiment, I kind of thought could work, especially when they were doing more posing. It, it's yeah, it's the muscle like thing, they, the fitness. They were the, able to build off each other a little bit more. I yeah. felt like they they actually it fit a little bit better mm-hmm. uh, than Dana trying to just. You know, be the next Charlotte or whatever they were yeah. trying to have her do at one point. But I feel like that their their personalities were able to come out a little bit more natural, uh, like more natural. Yeah, being around each other, which I like that. You know, I wonder if it's a thing of they don't want to have Eva Marie and Mandy on the same show. Like you know, what I mean, because they're kind of the same it's, character. I mean, it is kind of weird like, because they did say that the, though nothing's official that supposedly like Aaliyah and Mandy like because the word is she's supposed to be going to Raw, Aaliyah. Really? So this is supposedly like a trade. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I mean, I again, just don't nothing's know. been set in stone. This is just based off, you know, one person writing it and me. I just want to wonder if I don't know. I guess we'll. Yeah, I wonder who she can link up with that'll be a good fit because I don't think Aliyah could do it on her own up there. Like I think she needs somebody to give her the rub. Uh, she they may they, shit. They may have her. Uh, be under Eva's another person for Eva to have underneath her wing or something. I yeah, don't know. that could that could be it. But uh, match announcements, man. Uh, I already mentioned the tag match: Kushida, uh, you know, cruiserweight champion, teaming up with Bobby Fish against uh, Tyler Rust and Roderick Strong of the Diamond Mind. And of course, we have the NXT Women's Championship match between Raquel Gonzalez uh, defending against Zaylee. Damn, uh, they which, signed, I thought it was kind of uh, curious that regal wasn't on this week yeah that was a little weird too i thought so especially with especially the high to make that that yeah. the fact that Samoa joe is there you would think you would want just because he's the only authority there you would want yourself because he's going to be involved in a match mm-hmm. uh someone who's going to make that match the women's match official as quick as they, they did oh yeah <laughs> you know but you know whatever Definitely. but yeah man this brings me to the uh oh shit he may be stuck too if he's in Possibly. If he's in the UK, yeah, who knows? That's a possibility, yeah. Huh. No, but uh, I was just going to say, yeah, we uh, this takes us to the main event. Yep, yep. Uh, of course, Karrion Cross defending his uh, NXT, I guess I'll call it the heavyweight championship, uh, against it is when he Papa it. John. Oh, yeah. Uh, Johnny Gargano of the way. And, of course, uh, they start us off to let us know the stakes are big with uh, the intangibles. Uh, Gargano is adaptable, has endurance, and excels in ring IQ, while uh, Cross is a dominant striker. Judo grappler and excels in strength, which I thought was very a- accurate on both, on yeah, both parts. Yeah, pretty apt. Pretty apt. Yeah. yeah, you know, uh, for Johnny, basement super kick on the apron, sent on plancha, plancha from the apron to the floor, slingshot spear, and at one point he does suicide dive cross into the plexiglass, and uh, I love the spot where he counters the avalanche doomsday with a mid-air cross body. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like is, I mean, I liked it, but it was, uh, you know, forgive me for being. A perfect fan, but it was no Shawn Michaels' job. But yeah, man, I mean, uh, at one point, Cross does try to pick it up. 
He has the uh, Oklahoma Stampede. He starts it, but uh, Gargano does counter with a DDT. At one point, we do see uh, a cross jacket as well applied, but he counters that with a Gargano escape. And at one point, we do see a really dope suicide dive DDT on the floor uh, that he takes advantage of when Joe and Cross actually get to uh, exchanging some words at ringside. But Cross, the champion, not to be outdone, a choke toss onto the announcer's table i've seen it millions of times done on the apron but on the announcer's table maybe because he was so small i was like damn <laughs> but uh now we, he he literally it was like he killed a fly yeah definitely just caught him in midair and just smashed just smashed it against the glass <laughs> uh he does counter a one final bddt with a northern lights uh rolled into a stalling fisherman suplex which i really like to see uh we do see a choke slam and at one point he does counter the gargano escape twice into a cross jacket but uh johnny does get the rope break uh we do see the end where gargano hits Hits a one final beat for a uh, near fall, but Cross sidesteps a super kick and hits a forearm to the back of Johnny's neck. Then he hits, uh, I, I could best say, just three repeated power bombs, then transitions to a doomsday, which I've never seen done, uh, Saito suplex, uh, before hitting a final forearm for the win, uh, retaining the title. Post match, we do see Joe raising Cross's arm in victory, and uh, uh, Cross kind of takes umbrage and they, you know, yeah, continues he to kinda exchange just, words. He kind of just like threw his arm down when he was yeah. done, right? So and, 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 and I was. Listening again to it because I didn't touch on it. There are a little, a few spots where yeah, you yeah, see, yeah. I was you know, you about that uh, too. you know, when he gets the rope break from the cross jacket, he doesn't really. I mean, he he, he has to he, physically remove him yeah, because yeah, he's and not he shoves, respecting the exactly. I didn't want to say he's ignoring, but he's not but, respecting the rope. But, break. But, yeah. but, but, but what he said, you have to make sure you're adhering to my commands at yeah, all, all, time. all times. So yeah. that, that to me, that's what that was about. Yeah, you know? and they have a stare down there, and then at one point he uh, goes outside. And uh, he starts smashing Gargano's head into the plexiglass. Yeah. So you see him give an FU gesture, yep. basically. And then he goes to hit Johnny with the steps, but Joe intervenes. So there ha- there were some interesting you know, teases here. But uh, this kind of culminates where uh, they exchange words, and he tells Joe that he needs to remove the referee shirt so they can just go at it. Joe talks more trash. Goes to leave, but then Cross tries to lock in the cross jacket from behind. Joe does his best to fight it off, but Cross does eventually lock it in until Joe passes out and then some. And then we see Cross finally let go and uh, pose with Scarlet and the belt to go off the air uh, for this week's NXT, man. The only thing I, I don't like is uh, them pretending that it's not the same move. It as, it, the, as the yeah. therapeutic clutch. I, this is as what I'll, the 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 they all have different you know, techniques. It's the yeah. same motion and the same, but you know you don't see a guy um, doing the hand motion on his ear. Yeah, like like Cross does. Like that's definitely not how. Yeah, like like it, it Joe will put his, his hand on yeah. the opponent's head versus his own head. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just the yeah the difference of cranking, like how high he's yeah, gonna crank he, it. You know. Yeah, he's like I'm choking the shit out you, boy. But it will <laughs> be interesting to see how they deal with this long term. Um, this yeah. obviously they realize this is the match people want to see. I just wonder is like, I'm not against Joe becoming champion, but I wonder is like is this all to Drop the belt to someone that can believably beat Cross, and then this helps set up matchups like him and Dunn and him and whoever else. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I I'm wonder. Tr- yeah, I'm trying to figure that out because, um, you know, we did get uh, news of Bailey having an injury, and we were kind of yeah. like going back and forth about that. And we're like, well, why would she need to do a training session? And this is so stupid. So there's like people who were a lot of workers that were mad about that because they were like, yeah. dude. We we're already like you're making us come in on our days off. You're not paying us extra to do this. Yeah. So that's why they were like, do we show up like a you know? But I also figure out on the other end, Vince wanted them to tighten up because it's like, dude, you guys used to be on the road like five to six days a week. You've only been on the road for one to two times a week for the last year and a half. I need to make sure you guys are still good. 
But I say that to say, has Samoa Joe been training? Because I feel like if they did, if they were going to give the belt to Joe mm-hmm. at the expense of getting Cross uh, to the main roster, and like you said, they're going to present Joe with these you know myriad of yeah. dream matches. I don't know if he can take. And I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I don't know. How, it's been a while since he's taken punishment and had that. Uh, what they call it? That. Um, What's what's it called when, when you when you build up kind of like a, a callus? A callus, yeah, you know, and it's just like the, with the way these guys are going now, like freaking like cross hitting dudes in the back of the head with the forearms and yeah. stuff, and and just the the, I mean, you saw what happened when uh, Keith Lee clotheslined him in their first match, like he got yeah, hurt. no, I, I, yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of style, yeah, because I yeah. mean, in my knowledge, and you may you may know a little bit more than me, I've always thought he's had foot problems. It's not been concussion problems. Well, it was, but I know the last con- one yeah. was a concussion, but well, had, the majority yeah. of his injuries have been with his foot, apparently. So. You know, in terms of planning it down and doing all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but the concussion thing is something to be worry about. Worry about. Yeah, of but course. He clearly must be good if he if he you know got physical. And yeah. I, and you know, I noted how he's so sweaty. You know, and and which you would think means like he's out of shape. But then I just thought no, right now as you were talking, is, yeah. exactly. He is a sweater. He sweats yeah. all the time when he's getting yeah. physical. So I, I mean, don't know. I, I think I don't. I just don't see. I mean, for him to to go on record, uh, I know you did an interview not too long ago saying that that is the absolute goal. Goals to get clear to wrestle. I don't see how you can do that and not be be training. You know, so I, I think that's he true. Is. But I, at the same time, I guess I, I liken it to like even Angle. You know, he can never pass a physical, but he was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna whistle in the wind while I take this work punch from Triple H." <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> oh my and, then, and then it culminates to the tag match, right? So at WrestleMania with Ronda Rousey. So, uh, which I think that may be the thing. Like maybe that's what they're doing. They're, they're putting them on an angle run. It's like a limited uh, physical type of stuff until they can actually work towards something that's going to be worth the blow off, worth the risk. I don't know if this is going to be uh, an immediate, like full blown return for Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's been a few, uh, maybe about a year and a half, maybe even more since he's been on the that regular circuit of having to, you know, the travel, the. The, the, the all the, the all the yeah. obligations and all that stuff everything well the you good know? thing so, is NXT doesn't travel as much that's but true, we'll see actually. what what happens but you did say angle and I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't share this before the break uh, tweet from angle <laughs> yes uh, so at the notorious MMA of which of course is Conor oh, McGregor man. broke his freaking ankle this past weekend. Big deal. I break my <laughs> ankle all the time. I broke my ankle this morning, and I'm jumping around right now. I even won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, too. With oh, a uh, very funny Which smiley is, emoji. You know what's bad? What's so great about that is, like, because obviously Connor has been known to bury, like, the wrestlers before in the past, but even though he'll give up, he'll totally suck Vince's dick on, on, on Mike. Like, yeah. he's always, like, I mean, I don't know what he's doing with those bag of, uh, bag of lazy bones they got over there now, but Vince has been killing it. I'm like... You're dissing the workers, and you're giving. I'm like, all right, dude. You obviously don't know what you're talking about, but it's funnier because Kurt Angle, he wasn't wrestling. He wasn't quote unquote fake wrestling when yeah. he had a broken neck. That was oh, some no. real shit, <laughs> you know. So it's like, what are you gonna say to Kurt? You can't. There's nothing you could say. I broke my neck for my country, and I and, and I rep it. <laughs> like mm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, man, I was NXT. Like I said, pretty solid episode, but we'll see how they stack up against night one. Yes, sir. A fighter fest, man. We're gonna come right back. We're gonna uh, pay the bills, as they say, and then we're gonna come through with some uh, dynamite fighter fest exclusive review for night one, and of course, we're gonna drop our predictions for uh, money in the bank. Uh, we'll be right back, man. Yes, sir.
guys know what it is. The one and only hip-hop hybrid live. In effect, the only one in existence in the worlds of what? That's right, pro wrestling and hip-hop. It is I, the beige one. Doc Lesnar, the... MC And I told you guys on social media last week, I am not one to lie to the fans, to all my loyal Lesnar maniacs. And because of your loyalty, I am here to bring you a special giveaway only for you. What I want you guys to do, for all you guys that have been talking about my album, this is awesome. Available now on every streaming platform on God's green earth. I want you to go ahead and post your favorite song. That's right. Go ahead and send me a video of you vibing out to your favorite song and tell me in the caption exactly why it's your favorite song. Does it get you through the lull of work? Does it get you through your gym workout? Whatever it is, go ahead and talk to me right there in the caption and make sure you make it official with a hashtag Lesnar Mania Challenge. That's right. Lesnar Mania Challenge. Hashtag this is awesome while you're at it. And just so you know, I got some sweet merch on the way because this giveaway is too sweet if you ask me. We got a Doc Lesnar pin. We got an official Doc Lesnar too sweet phone finger, a Doc Lesnar t-shirt, Doc Lesnar hat, sticker, and of course a CD version of the album that made it all possible. This is awesome. So go ahead, get your entries in right now, and we'll let you know as the next episode rolls around when we will pick the winner live on IG. Follow your boy at Doc Lesnar for all the details. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep, yep. You know what it is. We're back, and you know what it was. It was the first night of Fighter Fest. Uh, you know what? This was actually a pretty I call it a big night feel. You know, they usually yeah, say that. Yeah. It's cliche, but the fans are back, man. You know yeah, what? man. You know, it just I get excited for the hot fans, the hot beds of fans, you know, that, that are like totally diehard. Uh, well, they were in Austin, I believe, this this uh, this night. But still, just to be in Texas with those fans, it's like, oh, yeah, this show felt great. Um, there was a few times where we we're like, huh. Maybe they would have got a bigger pop if they were somewhere else. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I will but say they were the 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 crowd was a little all over the place on certain segments, but they were yeah. live. Yeah, they were. I, I, they definitely made the presence felt, and it was. Uh, it's funny because I know we were talking about that off mic. I was like, yeah, maybe they they need to sometimes form shows based to how the traditional way they like to uh, digest wrestling. Like, like you know, Texas is a little bit more uh, traditional, right? Yeah, seriously. I'm, well, it looks like they're they're kind of going to do that next week. Yeah, I was going to say they're definitely giving them a treat. But before we get there, uh, we got to get here. Open up the show, John Moxley defending the IWGP United States Championship against the machine gun, Carl Anderson. Uh, shadow, if you, if you will. For those that know, no. For those that don't, go do the research. Uh it was cool because we got to see Kingston, you know, kind of riding with uh, Moxley again, even though he was like, oh, so you just ditched your other old best friend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> now yeah. you're back. My best friend's back! <laughs> well, it's tough because I think it was hard to see him come back, and I yeah. didn't, there's not an immediate, hey, man, I'm glad we can. We need you back in the ranks because we almost had to, but you know what I mean? There's, there's, yeah, I mean, I was I, wondering I, about that. It looked like he kind of severed from that. I mean, because yeah. it's kind of, when it comes to, like, the the New Japan stuff, it seems like, okay, well, we don't necessarily need a storyline to bring him into this because he still just has a belt to defend. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it was kind of, like, weird where it's like, it wasn't like this, oh, he's back. He's back for me. It was like, oh, I'm back, and my hairline is back, too. Yeah. Back. <laughs> there 
<laughs> Anyways, Kingston like and companies, that? Moxley. Hey, man, we call it how we see it. You know, right. it's a straight line down here. Right, right. Uh, as he uses a steel pipe to take out Gallows and prevent him from getting involved in a match. Uh, you know, that's kind of been their MO lately. Oh, yeah. Uh, worth noting, match is being fought under New Japan rules. 20 counts on the outside and 60 minutes time limit. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Okay. Yeah, like man. Uh, but, you know, uh, these guys just started trading off forearms with each other for literally about, like, 20 full seconds. <laughs> it was, like, no yeah. exaggeration. I was like... All right, I feel y'all, but this is, I mean, this ain't the new Japan. Like, much. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't in Kirk in the hall right now. Calm down, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it would be much more appreciated, and that is my point. Uh, Anderson hits a stun gun, not a gun stun, a, a stun gun uh, mm-hmm. across the ropes, and then Rocket kicks Mox off the apron, uh, and he hits the patented spine buster shortly after. Mox, uh, you see him raking uh, Carl's back while they're on the top rope, biting his forehead before he hits a middle rope superplex. Um, follows up with a German suplex as well. Both men uh, try for their finishing move before we see uh, what I call the double double clothesline spot as they ran it back oh, twice. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, both men down, but Carl hits a Samoan driver out of nowhere for a near fall. I haven't seen in a while. Uh, and doubles up with the diving neck breaker from the middle row for another near fall. Uh, Mox he goes for the rolling elbow, but Carl uses the the momentum to actually hit the gun stun. Yes, the actual gun stun mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Might I add? Um, Carl doubles up again, and or I'm sorry, he uh, he so yeah, he uses the momentum for the gun stand out of nowhere, but he he, do, he doesn't uh, capitalize on it. Uh, he doubles up again with the TKO version of the gun stun for another near fall, and then the finish comes when Carl actually jumps off the top rope for the super gun stun. No, yeah. uh, Mox catches him, essentially hits the the Rainmaker clothesline. I don't think anyone caught that because they just said. Ripcord shorthand clothesline. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I saw it, but I, I yeah, I was curious. By the way, because I, I, I was thinking, it. I was like, I hope that's a message. I low key want to see them. That'd mm-hmm. be kind of dope, you know. Oh, but maybe shoot. that was on purpose, you know. Man. Um, but hits the paradigm shift for the win here. Uh, Post match, we saw Lance Archer and Jake uh, Roberts appear on the screen, pretty much challenging Moxley next uh, next week. I guess oh, what night two? For, yeah, uh, night two, uh, Fighter Fest. Yeah, two, yeah, eight. for another Texas Death Match. Yeah. Scenes, but in America this time. So well, see, no, you on were right. Texas soil. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They did do it, but it was in Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, that, because, okay, that's yeah, what it yeah, was. Moxley, he, he makes reference to it later in the night, but. Yeah, so uh, challenge laid down, Texas Deathmatch, Dallas, Texas, Fighter Fest night two for the, the United States Championship again. IWGP. We'll see how it goes down. Uh, from here, we had a backstage interview with Andrade Elidolo. I'm just going to tell you what it was. Uh, for some reason, he had Abrahantes, uh interviewing him, and I, I don't want them to do that, to be like, he's just the go-to guy anytime we have anyone that needs to be translated for their pro- I mean, I'm not mad at it, but well, they got to stay consistent. He's yeah, all over the place. I, I, I think Dark that's, Order I think and that's BT what it is. And, yeah. Yeah. You know and and mean, then, so. you know, you see him dancing around with Penta like he's like only associated with him. But it's like if he's going to do that, then he can't just be associated with Penta. But I guess that's what kind of made that this angle pay off in, in that regard, because knowing that he does have an association at times with the, with him, uh, he said he's at, he was asking where the, the death triangle was. I love I love that. Yeah, I, I was, was surprised. Like I was doing something, it made me go what? And I stopped. Yeah, because I didn't right think around. that's where they were gonna go with it, uh, with him uh, in particular. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Abrahantes, he's like, do you want the like? What do you want with them? He's like, I, I don't want. I was like, I just want you to deliver a message that Ellie Dolo is looking for them. And yeah, yeah. Walk off screen. I was like, huh? Is he trying to be like, look? Look, pedos, <laughs> we can really take it over. No, I was gonna say, but it, then, but it, it almost feels like he's gonna be like, "Hey, Santos, listen, listen, listen." Ooh. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do. I mean, he I'm could, gonna get some real hitters over well, here. He, I mean, that's his old crew. He could redo it. I mean, I, I guess one for AW. I mean, they yeah. already got one. Did they know. all run together? 
I, so there was one from Mexico, and then there's one in Japan. But were any of? Oh, I know that much, but I didn't. I wasn't under uh, the impression that Penta or uh, Phoenix were. Part no, no, of the no, 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 no. Not as far as original, but Ellie Dolo is. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I see. Oh, I yeah. see but okay, he's so part I, of the original. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that part I knew. I just thought maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe he's recruiting. I was going to say, maybe he's just, you know, because they have their thing, like, Roosh is doing it over there in uh, Ring of Honor, because they have, like, Kenny King in theirs. Yeah. Which is kind of an odd man out thing, kind of, too, right? Because Uh you're like, oh, I guess he's a good soldier, but I don't know, is he running with y'all? Y'all got ties and stuff? So, like, y'all calling yourself the the Ingobernables over there? Yeah, seriously. You got to... what up? You, you got to rep it, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we had Ricky Starks versus Ball Brian slagging. Cage. No. Uh, I, I would say this would be the second uh, championship match of the night, but technically yeah. it's not since it doesn't get uh, recognized anywhere. It was recognized as long as it was in that ref's hands. It was recognized <laughs> by myself and you because this was a pretty pretty okay match. It wasn't bad. Um, you know, again, FTW championship. I'm going to call it how I see it, man. Straight line. Botch on the hip toss uh, right out the gate. Uh, I don't know if that was done where he was he couldn't control how he was going to land or he was trying to control where he was going to land, but it, he didn't want to do more damage than good. Was that the one? Because I know he it does was a hip toss right off the breaker. No, it was right off the bat. Like okay. It was like he, he went for the full you know, whip on the arm, but he kind of like, like the flip went to the side. Mm. And it was like it, it couldn't be saved. But I didn't know if it was done out of safety for Ricky or what the situation was. You know gotcha. what I mean? So I don't want to gotcha, beat anybody gotcha. up too much on it. Looked like it took a few people out out of the match immediately in the beginning. But, no, they, they ended up having the crowd. The crowd was pretty hot for the, for these two, man. They were. You know, especially with the amount of shit they were talking, or, or I should cage because he wasn't, oh, I'm not on the flyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but And you know what? I, I, I don't know if you remember this. It almost looked like he was going to drop him initially when he tried it for the press slam, too. Oh, dude. Yeah, I was. There was. Yeah. I will say this. There was a couple times, and I don't want to jump into any spots, but he kept doing that throw, you know, like forceful throw into the ropes. Yeah. And it, you know, had a real Simon Gotch, mm. Enzo feel to mm. it. And it was like three, four times where I'm like, yo, I, I, I'm still believing like he maybe shouldn't be in this match because I don't know how bad his neck was. I know initially they said it was broken and you know X amount, but so I mean, I, but was I feel like, you like 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 being slammed up against a, a metal cable probably yeah. isn't gonna help. And, and just know how <laughs> reckless Cage can be. Like that's yeah. what, that was my only worry. Same thing I had when he went against Sting in the tag match. Yeah. Same here, except he's you know. But but, but we gave like we gave his props. We we gave, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, after this, Ricky kind of targets his arm. Obviously, they they make reference to the old bicep injury. Uh, hits the missile drop kick from the middle rope. Before going into picture in picture, uh, Cage hits a, uh, you know that whole curling followaway slam oh, yeah. spot he likes to do. But one arm. Uh, Starks actually counters when he goes for the followaway slam into a crucifix driver for a near fall. Yeah, that was risky. Uh, r- yeah, Ricky fires back. Up. I mean, I'll, again, I like when sometimes things aren't pretty like that because they sometimes need to be ugly. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, Ricky fires back up with the big clothesline. A Cage on the outside. Uh, Cage hits the pump panel X Factor or the uh, what's he called? Oh, GMSI. Oh, uh, that is what he calls that. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, which explains why they never call it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a near fall, Cage tries for the deadlift suplex from the apron, but Starks counters with the sit out bomb. Uh, Starks goes to use the FTW Championship, but Hobbs, uh, who's at ringside, prevents him from using it, only to walk right into an F5 from Cage. Which is this is what I didn't get. I'm like, well, why'd you? If you guys are gonna do the finish that you're gonna do anyways. Why, like, oh, shit, maybe uh, maybe we shouldn't have acted this out because now you walk right into an F5. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. exactly. <laughs> With that neck injury. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but he actually kicks out, which a big pop from the crowd. Uh, Hook is on the apron now, distracting the referee. And the finish comes when Hobbs hops on the apron to hit Cage with the belt. As Ricky hits the spear after it, pins him to win the FTW championship. 
Absolutely. Uh, Post match, the rest of the team, uh, the rest of Team Taz, joined Ricky Starks and assumingly cut ties with Brian Cage. I mean, they all leave without him. I mean, they weren't really necessarily talking shit, but they left without him. Yeah, yeah. It, it was pretty clear. It's like, all right, you're old news, buddy. They're like, go home to your wife. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, maybe Ricky was. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, only because he brought it up. Yeah, yeah I'm not. Definitely. Yeah, I'm not trying to open that door and get my ass uh, um, punched. Um, yeah, we'll do it. But uh, we did get a recap of Malachi Black, aka Tommy N's debut here. Uh, from here, Cody comes out, uh, walks up to the actual commentary area. Uh, grabs one of the. I was thinking, why didn't you just grab a mic when, before you walked out of there? Yeah, you were <laughs> saying that. Yeah. Uh, but he calls. Well, I, out, I'm not gonna. I liked how he kind of, you know, it makes it real. Comment. It makes it yeah, real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like 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 the urgency of it. I get it. Uh, but he calls out Tommy and or Malachi Black. Uh, I know. I know you as the former. I'm like, I don't think y'all ever shared a locker room together. But whatever. Maybe uh, on the indies, I would. Maybe. maybe yeah. Maybe when he was like doing a lot of the UK shots over there, maybe. Uh, anyways, he says a simple phone call will have sufficed. Uh, puts over his accolades as a competitor before saying, what we don't do is we don't kick 62-year-old men. Uh, that's what we don't do in AEW. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but Luchasaurus did it to Tully, who's 67, but whatever. Uh, only if you're on my side. Only if you're in a sanctioned match. What side of history you want to be on? He agreed to competing. <laughs> to competing. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. We, we signed a release. Fear go. the re- fear the release. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, but yeah, Black interrupts him via on screen with the smoke and dark lighting. Tells a story about a man who had to kill his prized horse, which I mean, you know, we were there watching earlier in the yeah. day. We're like, oh, okay, I see. Good imagery. I was like, yeah. I mean, it was better. I mean, it, you know, does it kill to be like, oh, damn, that'd have been cool if they would have been able to animate that with the, with the shit they were doing with WWE. Yeah, seriously. But like, I'm like, oh, no, they can't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cody calls him out again. Uh, I mean, Black says he, you know, he was pretty much hoping he'd say that as the lights go out, which, you know, when you think about it, you're like, oh, they, they'd love just amount of enough time, space mm-hmm. for Cody to react before he could hit that line yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool, though. Black is in the ring, gave the crowd something cool because, you know, they actually brawl like crazy mm-hmm. until the officials and referees come out to separate them. I thought this was a good look. It kind of reminded me of, like, uh, the, intens- the intensity that you sold for the potential matchup for, like, Angle and Samoa Joe and, like, uh, TNA. You know what I mean? You know what it reminded me of, too, is uh, how Malachi looked kind of crazed as he was being held back. That was total, in my opinion, it just made me think uh, Nick Cage face-off. Mm. You know, anybody got a light, mm. like, that type of vibe. So I, I, like I was it. really liking it, yeah. I like it. I like that a lot. You were Anybody got a light? I mean. Do your homework. Uh, I just like when he's, snappers. like, in the mirror and he's, like, looking oh, <laughs> with oh, his yeah. eyes. And he's like, what are you doing? Huh? What? I'm looking at my eyes. Yeah, like, wait, I mean, even that's not what he says about his body language. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, man. that's where the classic cage faces go. Yeah, from. <laughs> I think one of my favorite, and just 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 because you brought up my favorite cage face is when he's uh in uh not Ghana sixty uh, Con Air when he gets outside for the first time and you see him like, oh that's that free air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and then the music hits. It's so funny. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Anyways, the baby uh, face heel at the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> We, we did get a backstage little walk and talk interview here. Tully Blanchard, we were just talking about him. Uh, we'll talk with Marvez backstage. Uh, you know, being asked about the attack of Conan last week when he walks right into Santana and Ortiz. 
Uh, but this was kind of funny because instead of actually beating them down or, you know, they kind of punked them out. They uh, they they teased the beat down to get back, you know, pretty much to get them to bitch up on camera, which <laughs> I was like, when you think about Sometimes it. Sometimes that's better, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Santana had a fake crowbar, I guess. I mean, I don't know if you want to flex that. <laughs> like, yeah, we're boys from the gutter, but we also know how to get some movie <laughs> yeah. quality props. <laughs> don't I guess I don't question our like plugs. That. I thought I, what I looked at it as was, Okay, so this is unexpected from, like you said, guys from the block because now oh, just they, they get played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, that's but, true. But you expect the street smarts. You don't expect the mind game. Yeah, yeah, you know that's I mean? true. Yeah, so, yeah. Usually you expect them to just pull up and just just roll through. Yeah, dump. Uh, and they say next. Yeah, for real. <laughs> next time they say it won't be fake, and he's lucky they were taught to respect their elders. Look at you, <laughs> man. I know. I had to put that because I know you popped for it before yeah. walking off camera. Is Tully collects himself enough to try to win some dignity back with a with a so so promo? Yeah, I love because like, bring your boys. I'll bring them. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't bitch up. You ain't make me fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was part oh, of the plan, man. Dan. That was all part yeah. of the plan. Anyway, diamonds are forever. Oh, they're gone. Oh, God, thank God. Marvez, why didn't you tell me? I still got my timepiece. <laughs> why didn't you tell me, Marvez? You put me in a trap. Yeah, yeah seriously, yeah. <laughs> uh, from here, you probably had one of the biggest promos of the night. Hangman, Paige. Oh, man. Uh, you know, he. he I love what they do with with Tony with their times, and I'll bring it up later in his po- uh, in, in the in the review. They just bury Tony sometimes, like, not necessarily him, but just it doesn't make sense to bury your announcers if they're the ones who are in charge of getting people over. Yeah, because then later when they do something, try to say something really important or put something over, you're like, whatever, Tony, you're the one who just got fucking this this like yeah like like for instance, you're just the one who just got coffee poured on you. I was so, yeah. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, that was Anyways. We had Tony Schiavone in the, in the ring, which he was the right guy to be, uh, you know, get the crowd fired up. Especially you got a guy like Hangman, who that's that's just the only gear he goes on promos, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, talks about his original declaration from day one of wanting to be the AW champion and how he failed after being so close. He could smell, he could he could taste it. He tried to run from it, but the dark order is right. He still needs that championship. And he starts to lay down a challenge for Kenny Omega, but gets interrupted by Callus with Omega and the rest of the elite in tow. Matt Jackson says, you know what, guys? Excuse me, but I want to say something to his face. <laughs> and walks down solo. I'm like, this what prick. are you about to do? Yeah, I was like, oh, you're, you're sitting high off that street fight win. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. He's like, we're his big whole, tough guys. His whole swag, though, is just. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you, you can't, you're like, you oh. abandon us. He, yeah, yeah, dude. I was thinking, I was like, that's not how it went down. But okay. I'm like, remember, what about that text and Matt Hardy? And no one's doing nothing about that. <laughs> I like, right? I was thinking I was that, like, too. Whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, uh, yeah, he Long term storytelling, AEW, you know. Goes down to the ring, again, says, you know, pretty much confronts him about how he abandoned his so-called best friend for the Dark Order, calls him some losers, and kind of patronizing him uh, for still drinking and calls him, this is where I was like, whoa, okay, Uh, pro wrestling's next big tragedy. Yeah, I I only liked uh, how he doubled down on it with the bravado getting in his face about it and like kind of not like yeah i said it it was just like okay if you're gonna go there you gotta go there and i felt like he did well i mean know? i feel like they need to go there uh with 10 as well because i mean he has a problem <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh but hangman ends up punching matt uh and then the rest of the lead try to attack him as well but he takes them out again because he's like a one-man cowboy machine kenny tries to slide in the ring behind him looking to attack him and sneak him with the belt but Johnny Hungy and the rest of the Dark Order make the save. Oh, yeah. Kenny grabs the mic and gives Hangman the match, but not necessarily the match he wanted. He uh, offers five-on-five elimination, so, you know, uh, Survivor Series style. Yeah. Is uh, that next week? 
I don't know. They, they didn't they didn't put a date on it. That's why I was curious about. I was like, maybe yeah. it's for. Um, I was like, I guess you guys are buying maybe a lot fight of. For the fallen. You know what? Yeah, they have to do that because they're probably going to build it up towards all out, which reportedly, dude, is already sold the f out, yeah. which is crazy. Mm. Um, I try to I try to give some of the homies the, the codes I had. You know, I'm part of the fleet. Well, I'm, I think we actually got a wedding to go to that week. Yeah, we couldn't do it. Yeah, I was trying to like. There's other people I know that were trying womp to get womp. tickets. <laughs> you know. uh, but we got it on that bleach report on the yeah, 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 seriously. Uh, Anyways, uh, yeah, he pretty much, yeah, five-on-five elimination match. Hangman and Dark Order versus Kenny and the Elite. Hangman agrees, but only if that means if they beat them, that Hangman gets his world title shot against Kenny and and the Dark Order. Didn't specify which one, uh, because there's like, what, three tag teams? Yeah, basically. Uh, Get a tag team title shot against the Bucks. Kenny agrees, but only if that means if they lose, or I guess when they lose, that all of them, not just uh, Dark Order, but even Hangman, will pretty much relinquish their title shot aspirations, which it was weird because he was like, you know, telling them, yeah, you, know, you, you could walk away and go back to your mama and dad and head, head held high about wins and losses. I'm like, what was this like a career threatening match? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, like, I guess in a sense like, of like, like oh, you know, you don't, if we take away your main goal, what's your point for being here? Uh, you know, the TNT you, championship because he would totally <laughs> rock yeah, the TNT. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely yeah. would. But you know, it, it, they're trying to get in his head. Yeah, you know? it, I mean, yeah, they, I mean, there was other stuff with the whole failure thing. I, I didn't feel like it was. I, we, we've seen it before, but whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we had Marvez backstage with Jericho here. Uh, talks about the five labors of Jericho, uh, obviously pertaining to the stipulations, uh, which are stipulations and, and opponents uh, for him to be able to get that final match with MJF. Uh, but then he gets attacked by Sean Spears with the chair. MJF is there as well as he reveals Jericho's first opponent and stipulation will be with Sean Spears where it's legal for him to use a chair, but illegal for Jericho to use a chair. So I kind of uh, liked it. I did too. There was something I want to ask you about because he's like, you know, I said, he said, like, he didn't care if he had to fight Superman, Black Panther. And he's like, I don't care if they have to resurrect the great Muhammad Ali. I'll knock him out, too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, I feel yeah. it. But was that, I guess he could have been like, they can dig up that bag of bones. You know, I guess he could have been like real more. Yeah. And he called him, he called him the great, right? So I mean, it, it's, it's tough because in the Attitude Era, that would have been nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah, 100%. And, and maybe even early to 2000s, 2010s, that probably still could have. I mean, because you got to realize that, you know, even though he got in trouble, that whole Kobe comment still yeah, made it to Raw. Dude. And and whether he got it cleared or not, like, that's kind of in the same vein, you know? So, um, you know, so, yeah, it, it's, it's questionable. But, I mean, it's Jericho, so I think he... You know, it, yeah, it, I think for me, I was like, I think he might get more in trouble with with Tyson, who fucking he yeah. loves he loves Ali. So <laughs> yeah, that might have popped Tyson though. To be he honest, like, oh, he was like, what motherfucker? Right. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah. Uh, Christian Cage versus Matt Hardy, man. Um, I originally put a discuss on this one because yeah. th- this was a really good match. It um, really was, and it made me think we've never really seen this as a program. Yeah, they uh, yeah they said that it was know, only like, it was his first time getting a win over Matt Hardy ever in his career. Yeah, I, I so, believe so, it. I don't think they've ever faced one on one. Yeah, I mean they could have, and Matt maybe won in, in in the past, like back in yeah. the day. But then he's just never got a like a win back or something. Or like it just probably like you said just went unnoticed. Like, yeah, or so, it, could, it could be a thing where maybe Jeff always took the L. Yeah, that's you know, true. or Matt beat Edge one time. You know, what I mean, like it could just been like I've just never covered this dude. You know, what I mean, for the three, but yeah, it was yeah, a very look, great match. Uh, allow me to uh, allocute on this real yes, quick because I do have a concern about it. But like I said, I very much enjoyed this, and the crowd was very much into this as well, man. Oh man, they were. Uh, Christian with the diving attack to the outside, Matt with the hanging DDT Allah Orton on the steel Ooh. steps. That was a good spot, dude. Yeah, it was. Uh, and then he had the diving elbow from the middle rope that looked great yep. as well. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that twist of fate counter looked good. That uh, that um, I don't know if you saw it where he went for the twist of fate and he threw him off like an RKO. Yeah. I've never seen it. Usually yeah. you just spin your back. Yeah, and it's, then, it's like a yeah, yeah. It's almost like you're spinning out of a swinging neck break. Yeah, type it, situation. I thought yeah. it was kind of cool how he put he, he you know he used a different way of doing it. Uh, you know, he yeah, had Christian hit the spear finally. The frog splash would looked great as well. Yep. Like, again, you know, again, I wrote down uh, the the Texas crowd was really into this. Uh, even that superplex looked good, but it, to me, it, dude, it looked tough on both guys. Yeah, uh, it really did, especially uh, when you know Matt's got the tailbone history. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So, and yeah, then I was, I was concerned. You know, Christian, he sell, he's selling like a son of a bitch too. Yeah, you know? and he's got the concussion history. I was, yeah, yeah, that's right. what I was, yeah. yeah. Uh, Christian's pacing definitely matched Matt's in, in the fact that it never really let up in this match. Uh, I thought they had, like, it was just really, I was really impressed with both men's performance, especially at this point in both their careers, meaning that, you know, the change in styles and, and, and the adaptations and retractions from movesets and stuff like that to, you know, there's a lot of moves that they don't have, they don't get to do anymore due, due to, oh, yeah. to preserving the, the health of their, their career. Yeah, you know? yeah, for longevity's um, but, sake. But yeah. it made it good because, you, again, you see a different version of both guys and still putting on a really good uh, back-and-forth match. I mean, the only, this is my concern. I said, I hope we don't get a rematch too soon mm-hmm. and maybe keep it at the tag team or six-man level as, you know, uh, I'll get to the finish here. Um, as far as another blow-off for Matt to get his win back because mm-hmm. – what I don't want to happen is Tony gets too excited from the nostalgia of booking that match. Yeah. And like, oh man, this is back when it, like like when I was watching it, and like, man, these guys are still great. And then you know, let's run it back. Watch yeah. how yeah, watch how how great it still holds up from a modern standpoint. And then trying to right away book like a gimmick match, ladders, chairs, etc. Because that's yeah. gonna do more bad than good in terms of public opinion and comparison. Yeah. Versus demos and brand loyalty well, of people who won't mind. You know. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and guess that they're not gonna go that way. I know Matt is in a different boat injury wise, even yeah. though he had the big scare with Sammy. And then they still did the whole gimmick match at, at the compound where there were tables, there were ladders. I don't think he took anything like Too straight bad. to the face in terms of like a chair shot, but. I'm wondering if they can even entertain that for Christian's sake. You know, it might be yeah. doing better. And and I will say too, the way they've been booking Christian is less is more. So I don't think if we do get a rematch, it'll be like in two weeks from now. Um, I think it might be him and Mark Quinn or him and you know, I, I mean, or he's got a plethora of guys between all the tag teams he manages that he could really just pluck from for the next six weeks if they wanted to wait. It, to do yeah. an all out re- uh, but, rematch. But 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 you know? that's a big if because we just saw that they booked. Uh, Orange and Blade again, <laughs> you know, yeah. for five. So it's like they. I mean, it's funny because Tony was just uh, in the news talking about how uh, WWE does too many rematches or the same matches. And if you like, think about it, it's a it's a um, kind of a it's a rubber match because he 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 beat Orange underhandedly the first time. They won then, the tag team Stat, match. Statlander, yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking so too. I just think it's a blow off. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, finish comes when Matt hits the low blow and the twisto for a, a near fall. Yeah, Christian kicked out out of nowhere. I didn't. I didn't think he would. No, uh, I was like, yes. Give me a point. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's coincidence. Uh, yeah. And then Hardy locks in the butterfly lock or the leech uh, yeah. on the outside with the attempt to get the count out victory, but Christian beats the count at nine and. <laughs> slides in and ultimately like hits the kill switch like immediately for the win. Yeah. Uh, Post match we had an helico. Well, Matt tried to go for a swinging yeah. neck breaker. And that's why I liked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know if he was trying that or he was trying for another twist out. And he just like mm, that's just, true. You yeah. know, just just countered. Uh, Post match and helico and private party try uh, the attack on Christian, but Jurassic uh, Express. If I could say it right, Jurassic Express mm-hmm. come out for the save. Um, was mad at this. I, I don't know why. Like <laughs> Jim Ross was trying to stir shit up with Jungle Boy. <laughs> I mean, 
there, there's something there because he did keep looking up at him. Like, because I didn't see that the first time. And then I was rewatching it to figure out where I was at this morning so I could watch the rest of it. And I that's when I noticed it. I was like, I didn't even see him do that yesterday. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it just didn't even catch my eye. But I was like, he's really like holding his hand, like, yeah, hey, that's my dinosaur. <laughs> but, but it's so funny though because I'm thinking, shouldn't you be looking like that at, at your at your dinosaur? He's yeah, the, the dinosaur is the one doing. It. I don't think. Yeah, I don't true. think Christian even knew he was about to get picked up. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't know? think Jungle Boy runs Lucha. Uh, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, from here, we got a video package of Miro, the AWTNT champion. Uh, I didn't take too much notes on the actual verbiage. You know, he did say there once was a man who was rich. Whose wife could do the splits? Yeah, <laughs> his wife was hot. He was hot too, but he was lost. He was lost. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I am digging the redeemer thing. You know, the whole God's favorite. The, how he says, like, uh, you know, I for, he's like, I'm not a selfish man. I forgive everyone that I'm in the ring with before I destroy them. I'm oh, like, man. yo, this is this is good. Yeah, bro. Honestly, I got a meme I'm working on. I don't want to give it away, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but it 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 was great. Everything about it. I like the best man thing because I thought it could turn into a, a Mr. Perfect S type of thing. That's what Jericho was trying to kind of lean towards. But I'm also glad that he's kind of broke away from anything. He any had music of too. that wedding. Yeah, it's yeah, and you know what? I'll be honest. I liked his old music, but I, I did. did it with the whole God's favorite champion thing. So yeah, and it's a white strap. Yeah, I'm no, all, I was about to bring that up. He got yeah. the white strap with the green ribbon on it. Yeah, I was like, are we changing straps every time See, someone? Uses? And, I, and, I, and I'm I was not the thing sure if like, I hate, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I like it. Particularly because now it's like, well, damn it! Now I gotta buy a, a, a new, a new fig every time they drop a new. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I ain't got the Darby version. No, yeah, I ain't got the Brody version. Somebody's gonna like buy a gang of those and then just to paint just them watch. Hey, yeah. might as well. I mean, mm-hmm. hey, if you're good, do your thing. Yeah. Uh, we had a Britt Baker promo in the ring mm-hmm. uh, with Tony Chavon. Yeah. Uh, responds to being uh, being put through a table uh, by Nyla Rose. Uh, she says she's been around multiple tables, ladders, chairs, and thumbtacks. And you know what happened? The blood stopped, the wounds healed, and I came out the baddest bitch on the block. Yeah. Says there's no fear in her eyes, but you know what is daunting? Keeping Nyla Rose relevant. I was Ooh. like, damn. Uh, shots uh, fired? Uh, I would say so. I mean, she may need to get the front teeth uh, replaced on that one, uh, pro bono. Just saying. Yeah. Um, dang. Yeah. But then, but this is why I love the way she she explains it. Not just said it, she explains why. Says Nala is the top of the food chain, but that she's off the menu because she's special order and mm-hmm. she's in a league of her own. Says Vicky is lucky that she has that last name that will forever keep her relevant in wrestling, mm-hmm. but that Nyla doesn't, and that she needs that championship to have the type of to any have, oh I'm sorry any type of significance in AEW. Which I was like, man, okay, this is. Low key, not necessarily true, but you can see where it can be. You know, I mean, part of me is like, where's the lie because of her presentation? Yes. You know, yes. since yeah, losing yeah, yeah. Sheeta and since the rematch, because if she doesn't, that, she's been on dark. And if BTE. she hasn't had the title, then she's not featured. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't want us to just see you on dark and BTE when you're not doing anything remotely close to. You know, because because even you know, I know you're gonna get to it. They respond. Yeah. And I liked what she said at the end. I, I forgot like, about how the, come yeah. that catchphrase is not being coined yet. Like, come I on. mean, for one, because uh, I, I, that, that's one of my finisher names in my creative universe. Same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, she says that the belt isn't going anywhere, that with it, she's the hottest thing in wrestling, but even without it, that she's still Dr. Brick Baker, day and day. And uh, mm-hmm. we did get the whole Nyla Rose and Vicky watching on as this was going on from backstage. Mm-hmm. And they actually watched it with regular stances yeah. of people who would watch TV. So that yep. was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nyla did respond in kind and basically said that, you know, 
Like, <laughs> what she said? Oh, oh, she's she gonna give her like a whooping or something? Yeah, I forgot exactly what she said. Um, but basically, an ass whooping, which is she's usually good for handing out those kind of one liners. And um, it's just, a, but don't blame me. Yeah, it's just the nature of the beast, baby. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, she yeah she had a really good delivery with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Fun. But it it just also felt like, oh, where's that been? Like, 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 know, like so. I, I would have liked hearing that this whole time. Yeah, while, while still being featured on the show, yeah, or while she's putting people through tables and doing the senton through the table and, and, and go, don't blame me, Tony, or with the referee, don't yeah. don't blame me. It's the na- you could have been coined that anyway. No, you know, especially because you got like. You know they got the the mar- she could use the market the beast too because she's doing that shit with the with the hand and everything. Well, I'm thinking because of the whole uh, Amen crew that she's dealing with with BTE. Very, very true. Which the whole market the beast is on some six six six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know I, I totally mean? get so that, but like, they're just not presenting her like. Yeah, that. I mean, because yeah. that's my thing. Is like I can understand why though because there was a, not a lot of people that they could build during the women's division during the pandemic because. I mean, they can only Injuries do so much and, with yeah. yeah with Cheetah and Cheetah being a face and most their. The best part of their roster are heels, so it's yeah. like uh, we ran out of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, yeah. She beat them all. Yeah, uh, we had to turn. We're basically turning one face. Yeah, yeah. it's like she, yeah. Uh, backstage promo: We had John Moxley responding to Lance Archer, says that he survived them in Japan and in Jacksonville, but realizes he's never going to stop. He's never going to stop until he ends his career, but says that he's not the hunted. He's the hunter. That he's going to get them before they get him. Says there's only one boogeyman in New Japan and AEW, and that's him. Accepts his challenge for Texas death match. Says next week, not only will it be Texas bone, Texas bread, he'll be Texas dead. This shit's on, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. He, oh, yeah. he, he definitely. That, that literally, that was pretty much the mood for sure. But uh, next we had, uh, I mean, I didn't take too much notes on these next two matches mm-hmm. uh, or segment, which I talked about earlier, but. We had Sammy Guevara, which uh, the crowd, the Texas crowd, was very happy to see. Obviously. Sammy Guevara, uh, you know, <laughs> they popped when that dropped. I mean, he, you know, I'm waiting for that big. I don't know if they're going to Houston, but that's, I mean, that's home base yeah. for him. Oh so, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, baby. But yeah, he went H against uh, New Face Wheeler Yuta. Uh, apparently, he's a protege of the best friends um, in Orange. Yeah. I mean, I'll say just, just uh, openly, uh, I got to see more of him. I wasn't uh, readily uh, out the gate. Impressed, impressed uh, as far as him getting that slot, also, uh, as far as in the show. Yeah, um, I don't know if he's done any uh, dark, uh, you know, shots at all. Um, but I agree, which is kind of like, did you just get this spot because of who you know? And I, I mean, will say, I need to see more, just like you said. But he could, he's definitely graceful in the ring because he was doing like orange kip ups and orange style yeah, yeah. Uh, rolls too. So it's like clearly you guys were trained by it. Like for <laughs> yeah. my money, dude. Like, and it's gonna. I'm not a. I'm not an advocate of his, but I would have rather see something like a Sammy Guevara versus a, a Aaron Solo, just so Aaron Solo could have got a good look. Yeah, seriously, you know, and still take the L. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I believe there could have been. I mean, you could have had Sammy versus Evan, not Evan, but Matt Seidel if you just want to have like a... Yeah, that could have been good, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was thinking like... Jack just the, Evans the and uh, Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, so yeah, so certain a few like that that would have been good. Just just a good heel yeah. for him to, to work against. Um, anyways, we did get a... Uh, fin- uh, you know, pretty much the finish came in this match where we got the triple jump cutter, uh, and he landed the GTH for the win, yeah. uh, defeating Wheeler Yuta. Um, I, I took that as an extra point since uh, you weren't there when I betted on it, but whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, we did get what I call the weird QT Marshall backstage bullying Tony Schiavone segment. I don't yeah. know how this helps to bury your announcers like this, and that's all everything. I, I all mean, I, what I took from this was they're trying to out. get you to meet him, to hate him, huh? I, I think it's more of it's QT trying out the I'm badgering people like a good fellow would. Because I can. Like, I think it's, uh, it's a slow 
slow burn in that direction. But as long like as with he, doesn't, the, he doesn't ask him, like, you got protection? You got that protection money? Yeah. Huh? Huh? The Bucks is going to protect you? Yeah, that's the thing is, I don't know if we're going to start seeing like this slow uh, accent, but yeah. who knows? Maybe, you know, but that, that's what I got from it. I might be wrong, it's but, like, the, oh, but you, I like, didn't know why else it was on there. It's so. like, oh, you've been kicking it with uh, DDP in Jersey for too long. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> You're you on some triad shit for real, bro. Calm down. You see him in a. Uh, I said, out of town grapplers. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Moolah. He just, he just, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Posted that that uh, Victor Sweet. Oh um, yeah, damn it! I like the way you do business. Uh, we didn't get the Penelope Ford match versus Yuka Sakazaki. Um, it, you know, pretty good match again. I think it's Sakazaka. Is it Saka? Oh, I thought it's not Sakazaki. Saka, Saka. No, <laughs> <don't> go on. Oh, no. <laughs> you imagine <laughs> Nakamura. <laughs> it was like how many? How many do we have? Uh, the finish came when you could hit the essentially the bangerang a la uh, Dalton she Castle. Did. Okay, thank you. I thought the same thing. Yeah, okay. she she just didn't hit it from a running like a, a, a rebound. Yeah, she yeah. just picked her up and said, "Bitch, spin." Yeah, <laughs> here we go mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it follows with the what I call the springboard sparkle splash or the magic girl splash for the win. Crowd was actually hot for this bout, man. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't help. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm not trying to come off like a melter here. It doesn't help to have a little bit of eye candy like Penelope, who can definitely handle herself in the ring mm-hmm. for a raucous like Texas crowd during that time slot right before the main event. Yeah. But then also you you pop up one of the more popular, uh, uh, I hate to say like foreign uh, talents, but yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And then it just made for a good match. It was, I mean, uh, it, it just short it sweet. It wasn't too bad. You know what I mean? Definitely opposing styles. I think the last time that Penelope surprised me like this was when she went against Rio. Yes. You know I mean? 100%, and, and it's the yeah. same sort of thing. You got the Joshi style versus Penelope who definitely doesn't have as much ring time. Uh, we've seen what she can do in like spurts when she was with Janela, the diving Hurricane Rana, the stunner, stuff like that. But now she's really picked out a good moveset for herself. Oh, you you, know? wait, wait, you mean against Sheeta? Or just in, uh, I I think she went against Rio and Sheeta. Did she? Okay, I don't remember yeah. her going against. Uh, you talking about Penelope? Yeah, pe- like yeah, ju- I don't just remember, like in general. Oh, since, oh, just since oh yeah. Because I was gonna yeah. say I remember Penelope had the title match against Sheeta that one time. Oh yeah, too. yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that was a really mm-hmm. good match of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. Uh, baby, I, I don't know. I, like you said, good spot for them right before the main. What they say, sixteen months since since uh, she's been there. Uh, who? Yuka. I think it was like because. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. I feel like we haven't seen her since uh, what double or nothing. Yeah, and you know what I found impressive? They were touting uh, Penelope's win loss record. They said yeah. after their last eighteen, she's sixteen and one. Yeah, see, so that, I, I mean, that was really good. I just don't like that. The, it seems like they're building these women on the low. I just want to see a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, from here, we did get the forecast for Fighter Fest Night Two. Uh, I. Possibly think we're gonna get something added to this because uh, you know we only got three for sure matches here. Um, yeah, and, true that. So uh, or is it four? I think we got four here. Let me, oh yeah, it's four. So we got uh, the Orange Cassidy and um, Blade. You know, this is, you want to do some yeah, rapid, yeah, rapid fire that. prediction? So sure, yeah. Orange Cassidy versus Blade. I was surprised there wasn't a step on this, like a you know like Nux on a pole match. Or yeah, something. yeah. I'm very surprised. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going for Orange on this one. I'm gonna have to say the same. I mean, just logically speaking. Um, Blade as a solo guy intrigues me, but it just makes me think: Is Andy Williams or the Butcher uh, on tour right now? Is he writing with the band? Like, is he well, hurt? I yeah, heard yeah, anything. yeah. No, he remember he caught an injury not too long ago. Oh, okay, I didn't hear yeah. about that. Okay, I didn't realize um, that. I think we reported it maybe a couple months ago. That's yeah. why it's been a while. We haven't seen or heard about it. But I think so with long. their presentation, Ali needs to get the look more than Blade. You know, what I mean? feel like she has been getting uh, a lot. I mean, that's exactly I'm, what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not against what they've been doing with her and um and uh yeah. Was it Chris? Chris Statlander? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, maybe. Bl- I mean, Blade has gone solo before. I mean, we. Yeah. I know Blade as I a mean, tag team guy until he Pepper showed Parks. up with Butcher. Yeah. I yeah, was just you gonna know. say so. 
Um, who knows, man? And I mean, in, in Impact too, he was doing the, his thing. That's right. Um, yeah, with with Ali as his um, I, I forgot, valet I forget, for a little bit. Yeah, right? I forgot what his name was, but it, it was it had Chelsea Green who liked him, but yeah, he was like low key in love with name. Ali. Yeah, uh, but uh, that'd be interesting. But yeah, I'm gonna go orange. You going orange as well? Yeah, I got orange. Okay. Uh, we also have uh, Moxley versus Lance Archer Texas Death Match. I'm, I'm gonna go Archer on this one. I, th- I, I, I think feel he, like yeah, I'm pretty sure our picks will probably be very similar. I'm gonna go yeah. Archer as well. Um, I just think it's time to give him a bone. We're gonna have and, another and, another horse story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost. But then it's also I think um, I think the, the elite are gonna show up. They're not even booked for night two officially. So it's like there's yeah, no I'm way sure, you can't yeah. have all what five or six, including Callus, no, no, I don't not think show so. up or not be part of something. So no, I, the, I mean yeah. the yeah, it's it's fighter and we feel like fighting. How about that? How about if elite runs in extra point for Lesnar? Uh, costing. Um, I mean, I'm gonna go Archer. Moxley. Yeah, but if if exactly, I'm I'm definitely picking Archer. But if it's Archer with wait, wait, okay, the, let's see. That's what I'm saying. Is it a direct link as far as why he would lose, or just the fact that they would run in regardless? Because they could run in and cost and, and beat up both of them. Uh, I just feel uh-huh. like I'm just gonna go run in because that's more broad. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I just wanted to get you so, covered. You gotta if, cover, if, you gotta if cover if your butt. You gotta cover in, your butt, man. If the elite runs in, it's extra point city for old Lesnar, baby. Regardless. <laughs> Uh, so after that, we got Jericho with, uh, I guess, the first of five labors of uh, Jericho. I was going to say I was confused because I thought we, when we were talking about this, when it got introduced, it made it sound like that MJF kind of outsmarted him. Like, yeah, just like you did with me, you're going to have to go against members. The- I thought he was making him go against his own crew. Which see, I thought I was see, like, damn, that's, no, that is see, dope. Okay, like, I was going to say, like, that's not what I got. He was real. Like, I kept thinking, I assumed it was the the pinnacle, but he, I, I ran it back when I did the uh, notes. Mm-hmm. During that promo, he never said it was a pinnacle. I'm like, oh, he can have him go against like anybody, like like yeah, four of the like the the you know the the freaking crazy dudes, like you know all the all, uh. all four guys that got on, you know. But then I was like, yo, what if they like he's in order for him to, you know what I mean, like have to get MJF, he has to literally beat everybody in his crew. And I was thinking about, I totally forgot to bring that up to you, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that was something you were thinking about Shit. too. Because I was I'm, like, I'll tell you what, I'm, I am picking Brian Cage next. I'm, you know, I'm you're stacking. Like, that. Like, so we got Brian Cage, we got Archer, we got Wardlow. This is gonna be like a du- <laughs> no, you know, it's in, in the last match, a dark, dark Order Gauntlet. Let's roll. Oh no, <laughs> but he's gonna win then. I mean, or maybe it's just a Hardy Family Gauntlet, like this Gauntlet back. But yeah, side note, uh, I, I like how poor, uh, how Private Party like try to subtly. Uh, oh yeah, I'm <laughs> you're like yeah, we're we're, we're we're like the the old school Hardy boys. Yeah. <laughs> old school with the do rags. Um, yeah. So Jericho versus Sean Spears, where the the chairs are legal for Sean and the chairs are not legal for Jericho. I mean, yeah, I picked Jericho because I mean, if he doesn't win, he doesn't go to the next round, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, there's a lot of um, out of the four, it's hard to have differing answers. But I'm gonna go Jericho as well. Um, yeah, it just it's better TV. Yeah, and we're then, we're about to have all the same answers now that I yeah. realize what's left because exactly. it's just <laughs> it's just Britt Baker and uh, Nyla Rose, yeah. women's championship. And you know, I'm, I'm going for the for the doctor. Oh, well, this doctor is uh, DMC will be going for the doctor DMD. Oh, that sounds like a crock of shit. (laughs) All right. Well, so I I guess we get to share it again if we win all of them. Yeah. No, there you go. Because if we we got money in the bank, too. So, yeah, that's true. We do got to do that. Uh, We got to make sure. This weekend and then next week. Okay. So, yeah. I got to make sure we get those uh, matches up and ready. I totally forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But from here, we got a, a trailer for AW Rampage. Loved it. Um, I was not aware, and maybe we, I may have missed it upon the first, I, I could have swore this was supposed to be like a Tuesday, Wednesday thing, mm. but I did not know that they were planning on running 
on Fridays. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. It's directly against SmackDown an hour earlier before SmackDown. I'm surprised. For, for, I mean, for, for us, anyways, because when I looked more into it, because this is what I said. I, I, it looked great. I just hope that because we've seen what happens when they're on at like 10 or 11 p.m. on a Friday, the viewership is is not there. Uh, I, I get that the, the, the finals had a lot to do with that, but it just... Even if you weren't even like, oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, uh, AEW comes on right when SmackDown goes off the air. You're like, you're you're like kind of already wrestled out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, yeah. But yeah, I did do the research. It's 10 p.m. Eastern every Friday, which is 7 p.m. Pacific time. So yeah. Now I- I'll be honest. I was surprised you uh, you weren't aware it was Friday because that that seemed to be the biggest thing. Because I think Tony was even saying I don't want to run on Mondays, and they only gave me either Mondays or or Fridays. And I think that's why he went with Fridays because it was oh, no. a whole thing with the NHL situation. Yeah, um, I kept thinking that AW was moving a day and it was moving in AW's time slot or something. Oh, got you. Because no. they made it seem like, oh, after this one comes out, then oh no, it was supposed to. I guess like what after a year they're gonna change. Yeah, I think it's the beginning. Yeah, like yeah. That. Okay, now I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's not until the, um, early next year, 2022. Fuck them. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Rampage. It looks. It, it, it's got a cool little look to it. So we'll see what happens. I personally think Saturdays might be better. But yeah, you know, that, that's what I wrote too. I was just like, you know, we we had talked about it. Like it just. Oh yeah, wrestling's on. What five to eight? Okay, that ain't too bad. <laughs> uh, but we did get the main event here. Um, I wrote some stuff down, but I figured we'd be talking about this. Darby Allen, Ethan Page, coffin match. Coffin match. Um, I mean, except for literally the post-match, like, this was a little underwhelming for me, to be honest. Um, really? Oh, okay. I, I mean, and the reason why is because most of the match was brawling in the crowd in, in, during the picture-in-picture. Picture. I think what like, it is is they... It was kind of whack I, I, to I me. Think, I think the the coffin wasn't meant for multiple use uh, of the lid. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I think presentation-wise, because I think that's what was different. I think we were thinking we were going to get a lot of teasing spots, and we really only got one spot where someone got teased say, like, inside, you know? And, and, it, and, I mean, you got the thing with Scorpio popped out, and then, of course, you know, when I think Ethan rolled in, but he got right up to his feet, and then he, I think he back body dropped Darby yeah. out of it. But um, I... I'll put it when you say it like that. Um, you're right. It wasn't. It didn't a seem like a lot of action. Match. It didn't seem like a lot of action over. Like when you think about what actually happened in spots, like yeah, it seemed know? like maybe I don't know. I, I think some of it was we expected the, the, a lot of the action to be tethered to the coffin, and a lot of it was like working around it, which is probably why it was so difficult. Because no. I didn't mind the action, but then it was like one of those. Oh yeah, there's a coffin there. Like, you know, like it was kind of like you had to remind yourself, uh, and it wasn't. I don't think until they returned to the to the ring that it was like, oh yeah, it's a coffin match. It's not just like a knockout drag out fight. Um, you know what I mean? But I, I appreciated the the intensity, but it w- it was a little confusing. Now that I think yeah, I mean, because for me, like I wasn't expecting, I, I expected them to work around it and save it because that's what you do. That's the gimmick. You got to save it for last so mm-hmm. that, you know, they forget about it. So you only have one shot to hit it. Like you say, then it's going to be the, the shot around the world. And that's what they're going to remember. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was just like, it should be a knockout drag out fight like they've been doing already, like him throwing them into the, the crowd and doing these power bombs. And he did do one, you know what I mean? But it was just like the whole thing is you're supposed to beat your opponent enough so that they, they can't get out of it, you know? So that's why I was just like, man, it seems like they're just doing a lot of brawling around the ring and in the crowd instead of just keeping it in the ring. And, and I don't know, it was just kind of weird for me. I, I, I just, I, I guess I expected a different kind of setup, but. I will uh, say they probably spent a little bit more time outside the dying vision. Yeah, sure. it was, I mean. I didn't mind uh, it though. We we had the metal plate a la Bret Hart. Yeah, I like uh, that. versus Goldberg, except on his back. Nice little um, reinvention. 
Uh, hit the coffin drop on him with it following the what I call the torpedo tope. Uh, Scorpio was then hiding in the coffin, uh, but then Sting was not going to let it go. He comes out, and him and Sky actually brawl through the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige takes the bottom turnbuckle off for some reason. It, this... Like, like yeah, they show him taking it off, and it's like all he did with it was like hook him by the by the chain, and like, I mean, I I, I liked what what Darby did with it, but it was just yeah. like it, it was a lot of imagery for nothing. I, like, like it's kind of like cutting the mat up and then not even using the mat. Like, you know what I mean? I I agree and disagree. I like the imagery of him hooking it on the neck uh, or, the, or the chain. It got a pop. I mean, the crowd responded. You know what I mean? So I've never seen something like that. I will agree the way he went about unscrewing the buckle seemed a bit like, so you just went to your spot early then, huh? Like, you know, just a bit because it was like, I didn't know he was going to do that with it, but it was like he picked it up and then put it down. And so you just knew he was like, like we said earlier, just waiting, working around it to use it for the spot, you know? But I, I did like how he did, like you said, turn around with the fish hook that, that, you know, some of it could have looked a little tighter, but you don't really want to hurt the guy either. So Darby tried for a dive from the crowd, but uh, K- uh, Cage Page catches him and tackles him into the railings of the bleacher. Uh, like you said, Darby Fish hooks Page's mouth with a turnbuckle hook. Uh, we did get an avalanche ego's edge onto the still steps. That looked mm-hmm. pretty wicked. Um, Darby wins the match, though. Uh, you know, he, he was like the, the diving skateboard attack yeah, uh, to send Ethan, uh, you know. Uh, it's like a, I guess a. I don't want to say the wall rider. It's like a it's like ollie, ollie back, I guess. Yeah, he yeah. just sends him, you know, uh, flipping off the uh, the apron into the coffin as he closes the lid. But, of course, post-match, he coffin drops him from the top through the out- to the outside, through the actual closed casket. I mean, yeah, I, I, it's not that I didn't need this, <laughs> but it was just like, why? I kind of liked... Like, I mean, how, they, I, I, how JR tried to frame it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was just going to say, with the final nail, I get that because yeah. that, that has been the, the thing that Ethan has been saying about him. And yeah. then there was uh, the one spot I forgot to talk about was him. He actually went back to the eyes with the nails. Oh, yeah, that's but right. But they didn't like right away, like, oh, yeah, the, from the from the, the other week, yeah, the nails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't, they, they, they sold it well, but did not, like you said, bring it up in terms of, oh, look, consistent story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just, just like you said. So, um, I didn't mind the thing at the end. It was cool. It was a good way to send people home because I think people went there. I mean, Darby gets a big pop, and if you don't get a coffin drop, it's kind of you feel robbed, especially if he won the match and didn't use the <laughs> coffin drop. So I feel like if he that's, didn't use the coffin drop in the coffin match, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that's kind of what it was. And yeah. I'll say this: maybe three years it is ago, live, I live crowd. Been, you're right, though. Yeah, yeah, and, and, right. and I feel like it, it's three, four years ago. That's Sabu flipping on a table for no reason. Yeah, you know, but. Ethan's inside there. He sold it. I put it this way: if that's probably the best it was going to look, and maybe that's why they knew they could only use the lid so many times because it was yeah, going to break through, right? I mean, because so. it reminded me of like when you did the same thing with the was it the wheelbarrow or not the wheelbarrow the uh, the barrel of a uh, yeah what was yeah, it yeah, the um, kratom barrel the kratom yeah, yeah yeah that that whole thing where it was like and he ended up missing and everyone was like oh yeah. shit yeah the, I <laughs> forgot what they called the something clash the yeah the the, the crate no, crate barrel no, that's 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 the uh, clothing so the other one they're they're old sponsor cracker barrel cracker barrel yeah the cracker, cracker clash the cracker clash oh, yeah and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, to, well, look, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. guy. I'm not that guy, but all three guys were a certain, the guys a certain coat, a certain coat of paint, if you will. Uh, uh, man, that's funny. Man. Well, an English bloke went Seattle guy. One, one some, English some, bloke. Some Jersey guy. Oh, uh, uh, just, just the whitest. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that, that was, uh, I think that, 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 that was it. Yeah, that we was, went off the air like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was uh, pretty good. Pretty, mm-hmm. like I said, pretty good. Um, but, you know, it's time to move over to the... 
Official, official yeah. uh, match card, Money in the Bank going down this week. I wanted to ask you before we got started in pertaining uh, to the matches for Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Are we getting two picks for the Money in the Banks? Is that like one for yeah, each I, show? Or, I mean, I know sometimes we change it depending on how many people are in it. I, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, because I got it here as well. It looks like, is it the typical eight people? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's eight people, but... Th- uh, the thing is, there's a mystery person that still has yet to be named to replace uh, Bailey uh, in the women's oh, okay. first SmackDown. I don't know if they're going to wait until, you know, because they had the first show, uh, actually the day this comes out, where they're going to be finally out of the Thunderdome. Oh, okay. Um, they got the live well, crowd, so they could save it for that, or it yeah. could be a complete reveal that's only going to go down at the Pape. So we don't, we don't really That'd know. That would probably be the best thing to do, but uh, yeah, when we do, just do uh, one from each show. That makes All sense. Right. But, and uh, we'll... Yeah. We'll try to see if we could, uh, you know, go down the list. Uh, ain't no real order, but we will yeah. keep the main events to the main events. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I got a somewhat of an order here. Uh, if you want me to kick it off, just let me know. Um, I don't know. I'd rather, rather punch it. Oh, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah. too much a kicker. We'll punch um, the ticket, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we got uh, the Viking Raiders uh, challenging AJ Styles and Omas for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, I'm going to go Viking Raiders. <sighs> that's what that's that's who I'm going for. Hmm. Yeah. I just don't know who, what other tag teams are popping right now. We is. Yeah. The world's well, greatest. We that, that's, you know, that, that that's just always happening. That's everlasting. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I got the, more of the matches, right? Oh, these are the same matches. Okay, I did write yeah. these down before. As soon as I started writing down AJ and Omos, I'm like, I wrote these names down recently. Yeah, you knew. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why did I write? I'm like, okay, I could just copy and paste. Cool. So uh, you got Viking Raiders as I well? do. I All do. Right. And, you know, I usually don't go, uh, you know. Uh, against, against the, your boy. the yeah. phenomenality of a, uh, I don't know if that's a word, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Uh, I usually go for pro AJ, but I think we just need to get the titles off these guys. You know done... what? I'm gonna go AJ Omos. Um, oh, oh. I, I just have a feeling like, yeah, I'm gonna go AJ Omos. I think oh. that, that he needs more time so he could break away eventually because AJ doesn't need the shelf life as a champion. He's already made Grand Slam. He's good, I mean, you know? kind of only just for the sake of uh, helping to build up Omos. Yeah, that's uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay, cool. So, yeah, uh, I picked the champs. You picked the challengers. I got uh, Rhea Ripley, reigning uh, Raw Women's Champion, going against Charlotte Flair. I'm going to go Flair, but i yeah. be honest, I don't really care at this I, point. I mean, I think it's going to be Flair just because I don't know – like it's hard because you you would think that they if, if they knew they were going to be going back to a crowd that they would have had that last go home raw like they're having to the go home smackdown to, mm-hmm. in front of a live crowd so we can actually see are they actually drawing is she drawing as a champion uh Rhea is she actually yeah. getting reaction are people like going buying tickets to see her to yeah. rep- as as the, as the representative face of the women's division good question um I want. I mean, I, I it shit. It would have helped me out, but I mean, I think I'm going Flair just for the sake of if she ain't winning it now, I don't know what else she's doing. And it's tough because I almost want to. I wonder if someone will cash in. That's true. You uh, know, it's uh, Rhea. Yeah, because you know, Ooh. I mean, we haven't gone to the ladder matches yet, but you know, one's gonna open, one's gonna close at least. You know, or yeah. or one will be the. You know what? Okay, I'm gonna change my 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 vote, my pick. To I mean, well, what I was thinking was, if you want to pick a winner of the match, and then, you know, if you want to add a cash in and buy who okay. for an extra point, maybe. 
that way it's not a complete loss. If yeah, because that's the thing is like it, like Rhea could Rhea could retain and still get cashed in on. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, so that's yeah. why it's like. So I could lose a point on Rhea, but still get a point on the cash in. Cool. Yeah. Are you or wait. So you pick Flair. I was going to pick Flair, yeah. but when you talk about the cash in, I think that's going to be yeah where it's at. And okay. I don't, you know, if I was just going to put my pick as the cash in. Okay. Like cash in winner uh, or money in the bank winner wins the wins the belt. But you know, because because yeah. it's not like if if this match goes on. Like, yeah, like like the money in the bank uh, briefcase holder can cash in on her later in the night unless she declares like they're gonna add another match right then. And yeah, there. I would. I mean, maybe yeah, why don't we just pick winners between Rhea and Charlotte, and then in the case either of them get cashed in on, are they gonna retain or will it be the person who? So I'm picking Flair, and I'm gonna okay. say that she's gonna lose uh, to the cash in. Okay, I'm gonna pick. Uh, it's so funny we flip. I'm gonna go Ripley, and I'm gonna say she's gonna lose. Oh well. yeah. Oh. Uh, to the cash-in or yeah. lose to uh, cash-in. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, and if there's no cash-in, there's no, you know, this is just extra points, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. All right. Uh, uh, go ahead. Time to get to the, the nitty-gritty? Yeah. Uh, um, or we got four more, both uh, title matches and both ladder matches. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I got, uh, let me see, Universal. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I guess let's go to women's. Yeah. Um, N- Nikki Ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I don't, I'm not, uh, whatever. <laughs> Nikki Cross, Naomi, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss, representative of the Raw roster, who will also be uh, facing Liv Morgan's Lena Vega, Natalia, and question mark, question mark, uh, Noob Sabot, uh, mm-hmm. Noob Sabot, uh, mm-hmm. M Player 99. <laughs> NBA live, y'all don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, let me see. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna pick Alexa Bliss for Raw, <laughs> and I'm gonna pick Zelina Vega. That's my exact pick. <laughs> that's fine. I'm a pick. no, no, that's no, fine. I mean, we, we, no. we've, we've no, got... I'm picking the question mark. So, all right, yeah. Uh, Alexa, you, what you're picking Alexa too? From Raw was yeah. No, you don't. You don't even watch Raw enough to know what's going Naomi on. Naomi and Nikki ain't doing it for me, and Oscar's already been to the Promised well, Land many times. So. Naomi could, she could be on her way just because they just got. I mean, I hate to say they got rid of her, but she was doing the thing with Lana, but she's not no more. Yeah, so she's kind of like solo had, solo. Did she? I th- did she win? No, she didn't win Money in the Bank before. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Just, yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, hmm. I'm over here trying to sell you. Yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna do Zelina and Alexa, um, but I am curious who they're gonna bring in. It's gonna be Peyton Royce or somebody. Watch, mm. that'd be kind of cool. It's gotta I mean, be somebody kinda cool. Dumb. I wonder if it's somebody from NXT. To be it's honest, Tessa. I was thinking either Tessa or uh, Ooh, Shotzi, maybe. And then Tessa. Ah, uh, I hope not. Maybe it's Ember. Ah, uh, mm, I don't know. But you said, I'm sorry, Alexa and Zelina. Yeah. And, right. and how about we do this, too? Uh, why don't we guess who the question mark is? Either is it a returning star it's or James a new star? Ellsworth. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, a returning star. Like returning, like someone that's returning from injury or, or someone that's it, returning from the from past? From just someone that's already in the system, um, like... Yeah, we'll do like yeah, someone that's either coming back from a hiatus or injury versus a new or retro star. 
Okay, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. so like, I'm gonna like, go... retro because like the Rock comes back. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I think it could be like a Carmella or somebody like that. Or, or Carmella's not in it because she's. Um, oh, that's right. Or... She she was in it, but she has a title match instead on Friday or to when this comes out against yeah. uh, Bianca for the title. Yeah, because remember originally it was an I Quit match. It's probably gonna be Becky for SmackDown. Yeah, that's true because. That's on SmackDown. She hasn't come back yet. Just don't, <laughs> you know, it just makes sense. But Becky yeah. Drip. Becky Drip Drip. <laughs> Becky Drip Drip. Um, now you really double down on that question. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to go with somebody, yeah, that's either from I mean, hiatus or uh, injury. I can't think of anyone. I mean, the only person I could think of is like, oh, are they going to hot shot fucking Aaliyah? But I mean, I think mm. the word is she's on Raw, so it wouldn't make sense if yeah, this is true, someone yeah. representing SmackDown. Uh, I think Becky is good. For mm-hmm. SmackDown, but oh, you know what? It's probably gonna be Sasha Banks. Because oh, she, that's even because she ain't mm, she ain't yeah. been. Uh, yeah, it's probably gonna be Sasha Banks. That's pretty good. Yeah, we'll. we'll, we'll so you're that. you're guessing a returning person as well. Yeah, Sasha. Right, cool. So we'll go Sasha. Is that an add? Is that a plus? <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, added. Yeah, I, I guess we'll added. see. I mean, hopefully she don't come back before the the pay, but we'll see what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then hopefully, you, yeah. And then you, who'd you say again? I'm sorry. I uh, said um, uh, I went uh, with Zelina and Alexa, but I just think it's gonna be someone yeah returning no, no. from hiatus or injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But, but I'm saying who didn't, didn't you have a name? I I, I you said, said Becky. Becky, but yeah. I'm not really guessing. Um, I feel like broader is easier, but yeah. So I guess you're not trying to have any fun. All right, Becky, and I'll get the extra no, point if it's no, actually no, Becky. It's, I actually, <laughs> I actually already wrote down Beulah McGillicuddy, so oh, okay, you're, you're gotcha. screwed. You're screwed. All right, next we got the men's money in the bank match. Uh, Kevin Owens and, let's see, uh, <sighs> Big E, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Seth Rollins from the SmackDown side. Taking on uh, Drew McIntyre, Matt Riddle, Ricochet, and John Morrison from the Raw side. Every man for themselves. I got it. You ready? Yeah. I'm going Morrison. Mm-hmm. And I'm going. I wanted to say Rollins, but Rollins is, doesn't necessarily need the briefcase if they're going to already kind of do him and Edge, which I think is what's going to happen. Mm. But I think it's going to, for my picks, uh, give me Morrison and Big E. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go hmm. Rollins on the SmackDown side and on the Raw side. Uh, I don't know why, but I'm going to go Matt Riddle. Mm. Um, I mean. Mm. I mean, it, when you look at the raw side, Ch- trying trying to be fit the narrative of, of the the first story of the show, huh? <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> well I, it's just because like Drew McIntyre is the only feasible name out of the four, and then I think Ricochet and John are going to be keeping each other busy. You know, what I mean, I just don't, I don't know. I mean, John's got a better chance than Rick, but I I don't know if that's saying much. But yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I mean, you, Rollins forget, you, and, you forget uh, that he has the uh, the master of the money in the bank match himself, the Miz, who will be at. Ringside. Oh, so. is that your, okay? That could be interesting. I mean, he's in a wheelchair, but still. But I mean, <laughs> Rollins won, and then that plays into his shit with Edge. That'd be dope too. Because I mean, see, I was thinking that because he almost stomped his head out on the yeah. actual briefcase mm-hmm. too. So yeah, um, but yeah. I'm but go- again, like I said, I don't think he needs the briefcase to have the beef with Edge. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the fact that he almost crushed his neck is just enough. So. Yeah. And he already feels slighted for him getting the the, the shot that he felt like he should have got against Roman. So. Oh, that's right. But uh, um, yeah, I'm Riddle Rollins, and you are you Morrison, said Big, Morrison e. Big E. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Bobby Lashley, WWE champion, defending against uh, Kofi Kingston. And uh, I think we're both going for Lashley on this one. Yeah, I'm going for Bobby. I mean, I was scared. Uh, I was like, please, please don't break up the entire Hurt Business, bro. Mm-hmm. Please, because you can't. I was like, you're doing great, better with promos, but because your boy got your got you way more comfortable. Yeah. Now, if you're out there by yourself, no. <laughs> no. Man. 
Don't do it. Uh, Seriously. <laughs> but, you know, Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. uh, locked me in. I think that's a, a Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Or no. is it Ashley? Which one? I don't remember. Ashley Lashley. I'm a comedy writer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now you're on an unemployed one. Uh, uh, and, yeah. of course, we got... That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the main event for the Universal Championship. Is uh, it, though? The uh, reigning champion, uh, the uh, head of the table himself, Roman Reigns, defending against Edge. It's hard not to think Rollins is going to get involved somehow. As far as costing Edge? or Yeah, like, maybe. But, I, it's. I mean, I'm going to go Edge. You know, I, I, that fucking, mm-hmm. I don't think Edge will be the guy to beat Roman, Mm-mm. but just for sake of, you know. I mean, we got pretty spaced out answers, I think. But Yeah, we, I don't think we have anything the same except for we have, like, Alexa, Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Not for Google Reigns. Right. Yeah, I was like, so you, you, you may want to go for the safe bet. <laughs> yeah, instead of being a hopeful fan for something cool. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, no, we're going to keep it safe and uh, make sure that Edge just goes home to his wife. Um, but Boom. yeah, that was it. That's that's all we got here. I mean, I don't yeah. know if they're gonna add anything else. But I mean, I don't think they need to. Was that five? Uh, yeah, five or matches, and I mean, two of them at least have to be about twenty to thirty minutes. Uh, it's actually about six, I think. Let me see: tag titles, mm-hmm. uh, women's uh, ladder match, mm-hmm. uh, men's ladder match, Universal, WWE. Is there another one? I'm yeah, missing? women's championship. Oh, Raw. women's championship for mm-hmm. Raw. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, that's this pretty solid. Um, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Let us know who you guys got. I mean, there's literally like 16 choices between the men and the women's ladder match. I mean, yeah. um, this I, I give them credit because this is a good uh, collection of names here. Yeah. Um, the reason why I'm not sold on Drews because it's like again the only direct situation is if they they were gonna write him into it, and I don't see it happening unless they're gonna do it like some post SummerSlam shit. Um, and that's if he takes the money in the bank and he challenges Roman. You know, what see, I mean, because he technically can't challenge Bobby, and uh, unless he gets beat by Kofi, and I don't, yeah, I don't see Kofi beating Bobby. I mean, he's beat him already on Raw, so he already got that. But I don't see him. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. congrats, by the way, because first time two African Americans headlining a, a pay per view. Well, I don't want to say headlining, but the, you know, yeah, it's no. it's, it's, a, it's a big moment. You yeah, know what I'm definitely. Saying? But I, I was, yeah, man. I mean, it's um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, you don't add anything else. Um. I mean, it looks yeah, like don't, it, it don't could do be too a, much. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, but um, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it goes down this weekend for sure. Um, curious to what's Bianca gonna do now that you know. I think Bailey was set to be her opponent, but not anymore. Or, or she no, don't she was go to be there now. The money in the bank. That's right. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, man. That, that was that, this week, man. That's so. the show. Uh, we'll definitely get at y'all, and we'll see who is still the predictions champion once the smoke settles. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to see if we can get some uh, predictions from the uh, the uh, magnanimous one himself. Yes, sir. Marvelous Mark McFly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been doing a lot of predicting from the sidelines. McFly, uh, but yeah, shout out to Mark McFly, man. I just had a good talk with him. Uh, he got things going on as well, man. I, I, he misses y'all as well. We're gonna oh, try yeah. to get some more episodes in. But on that note, dude, thank you for always choosing us, man, and, and tuning in every uh, week. We drop this, man. We love doing this. We enjoy doing this, even if it means we gotta slice some people down to size. It, it, we, we we hold that responsibility very very seriously, yeah. and we know that y'all trust us with that. So on that, uh, thank you for that, and. Thank you for supporting us, man. And if you aren't already, do so. Follow us on social media, man. The Quincy Jones Show. That's on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and backslash The Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Alternatively, 
everywhere you go to get your podcast. I mean, I'm talking iTunes, I'm talking Castbox, iHeart Music, we're talking Spotify, SoundCloud, and of course, the great, wonderful people down at True100Radio.com. I'm telling y'all, if you're not with the, I don't want to download this app, oh, it's being <laughs> so glitchy, then <laughs> what you got to do is go to True100Radio.com, man, and I'm telling you, our slot, 12 p.m. every Friday, you can listen to us live, just jaw-jacking, getting y'all through the, the traffic, talking about what's good, what's up, what's down, if the profits are up or down. I mean, just, you know, coming from just a real uh, spectator's point of view, we like to give it to you raw and real, man. That is the Quincy Jones Show. And of course, follow yours truly everywhere you go to get your music, man. I'm telling y'all, man, someone's coming. I mean, it might even pass me by, but I ain't leaving 2021 without putting my foot in the dirt and leaving the footprint, goddammit. And I'm telling y'all, man, Doc is it's just, he got the alley-oop waiting, and I'm, I'm about to just Bruh. dunk on y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I th- honestly, I'm going to do everything I can to push this man next to me, the world's greatest tag team partner in the world. You guys already heard me say that. Uh, you know, because he's the uh, FTW world champion. <laughs> but I'm going to get this guy to drop a single at least this summer because uh, y'all been starving for way too long. In the meantime, man, you guys know what it is. You know what time it is. It's promo time. It's the one and only hip-hop hybrid in existence in the world yep. of hip-hop and, of course, pro wrestling. And as of this recording, you guys are listening to this right now in your whip, on the way to work, whatever it is. Tonight, I have a free show. Pull up. F-R-E-E. Free. And I'm telling you guys, it's in Fullerton. DM me right now at Doc Lesnar. Go ahead and follow me at Doc underscore KGS pod. Either one. I'll have all the details. It's a private location. It's going down at the prolific studio in the OC. So all my Lesnar maniacs in the OC, it's time to mount up. All you got to do is bring a little bit of cheddar, a little bit of scratch for uh, some drinks. If you know, it's going to be a bartender, yeah. it's going to be a food vendor. Yeah. Other than that, come through. And uh, uh, I got one question for him, dude. Oh. Who wants free merchandise? <laughs> Not free, because I got to get my money. But I, I got to get mine. <laughs> I will be there in full merch freak form. We I gotta, outside. We outside. It, it, we, we in there. You know we what I mean? We outside like a valet. You feel me? Two sweet foam fingers. It's in mm. there. How you doing? Lighters. Mm. Two of them. Two mm. variants. How you doing? That's in there. We got stickers. Whew. How you doing? And after that, of course, we got CD physical. CD copies of the album that started it all. This is awesome, and we are over 27,000 streams, dog. I told y'all, it's hard to keep them down. But in the meantime, follow your boy on all the platforms I have already uh, explained to you. Digital platforms, you'll find my music there. And of course, man, you guys know about the Lesnar giveaway. If you don't, go ahead and check the commercial. Other than that, I'm at Doc, or I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter and Facebook. But other than that, Quincy Jones, I got three words for him. Top guys, out. out.